Yo, 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 yo. What yeah. up, what up? I'm so tired because I've been packing all weekend because I'm moving. I hate moving. I've been in my spot five years. <clears throat> That's why I hate moving. I, I stayed in that one spot five years, so it's time to move around because me and my son have ag- outgrown our space. Mm-hmm. So uh, I moved tomorrow or Monday, and I just started packing. So my back hurt. You know what? <laughs> you just like my mama. When we was young, we used to move around a lot. She come home Friday night like, well, we moving tomorrow. Throw the shit trash bags in. <laughs> Let's go. See, that's what I wanted to do, but I didn't want to be ghetto. I was like, I'm going to get boxes. I got the fancy boxes with the bars. So your clothes in the closet, you just hang them on the bars. <laughs> yeah, I did it big this time. I was like, I'm fancy. I ain't doing trash bags. Hell no. <laughs> Oh, we didn't get them to listen. Throw this in the trash bag and come on. Just throw it in the bag. <laughs> Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Episode 65 of the Three Piece Podcast. It's me, Lady Sheeta. And Nisa Diva. And we have a guest, actually a returning guest, one of our faves. We have Randy Williams from Brand New Black. (laughs) (laughs) I say it on the color purple. Randy Watson. Coming to America. Oh, that would have been Carrot to America. Randy Watson. (laughs) <laughs> Randy Williams with Brand New Black is back with us. Thank you for coming. Man, I'm happy to be here. This is our, what, third time sitting down? Uh, what? Yeah. Listen, it only What earned. had happened was... <laughs> Hold on, exactly. the other one didn't earn? No, the yeah, first it did. one did. The first one, remember we lost the. Remember I we lost the audio. Lost oh, you showed the yeah. and we had to come to yeah. y'all space yeah, and record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still the third time technically yeah. that yeah. we done sat down. This, yeah, yeah, this is, and he has his beautiful wife with us. She ain't gonna say nothing, y'all. But hey, girl, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get into uh, Randy and his book later on in the show, but I do want to congratulate him because his book is releasing what February twenty second, February twenty second, and it's already and it's already the number one selling children's book on amazon correct right uh the kindle version the uh paperback version and the hard uh copy version is the number one new release right now they all rank in the top 10 mm-hmm. uh for number one oh so we could already buy it well you can pre-order it and oh, then they, they won't ship it to you until the 22nd okay gotcha yeah, 12 gotcha. a.m on the 22nd that's when all the books will go out to everybody that pre-ordered on amazon okay today that's what i'm doing amazon buying the book and For what's sure. the name of the book again landon's lemonade stand landon's lemonade stand yeah okay we'll get into details on your book a little later on in the show and what you have going on uh another congratulations to savari and Erica Mina, they Scaff had their baby. <laughs> they had their baby girl. Congratulations this weekend! To him. I'm happy for Safari. I am. He looked like he happy. You know. I mean, he happy with somebody that's been ran through. Sometimes you got to get the one that's been ran through to be happy. He then wiped up and had a baby with her. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to this man, and congratulations uh, to this man at the same time. Come, come, come get right, me, ho. Right. I'm not willing to take that route. I'm not trying to get hoed through to get wiped up. But. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Okay, did y'all watch? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, briefly, in and out. We watched it, you know, kind of sporadically. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Kind of mm-hmm. went click back and forth, and we had other stuff going on at the crib, but we peeped it though. Oh, okay. I mean, nobody in Dallas was really excited. To I don't watch think so, man. Bowl. You know, we die hard here, so if yeah. you ain't got nothing to do with us, no, we be I like, all right. A couple people sneaking in, like, well, you know, they started in Dallas, so actually, Dallas won the Super Bowl. They started intertwine, yeah. They started as the Dallas Texans, right? You're right. So that's us, the X, so one season, the Dallas Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? 
Congratulations. He went to school to out here, yeah. so you know. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they do have that fine white boy on the squad, though. Hey, well, he got a girlfriend. Let me stop. I'm not doing right. this in 2020. I am not. Yeah, he's nice oh. white chocolate. Hey. Hey, but hey, but that's it. Don't even put the hey. That's too, <laughs> just what's up. What's up? Um, Rihanna will receive her, was it the President's Award? The President's Award. At the the NAACP Image Awards. Mm -hmm. But when's this going to drop some music, though? Sis says she ain't think about y'all and stop asking her that. She in her bag. She literally did say that I saw that in the comments. (laughs) I'm a a certified comment reader. She said, I'm sick of y'all asking me about the music. I got other stuff to focus on. I said she was going to drop an album in 2020. That was my prediction. So if y'all stop getting on her nerves. She probably deserve a little break. You a know, little at break. least from the music. When the last time she dropped the album? Um, the last one was the one uh anti. So what, 2016? That was 2016? Mm-hmm. Damn, it's been four years. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Like I was watching Yo Gotti interview on the Breakfast Club and he said he's been about three, four years since he dropped the album. It didn't But see, I think you gotta do that in rap though, because it's so flooded like the the pool is so big you got to kind of spread yourself out or else mm-hmm. you kind of blend in with the trendy shit that's right. going on right you got to mm-hmm. sit back and you know self-reflect plus Gotti was one of those ones that i could take a break from he was putting out those <laughs> <laughs> i needed a break bro was putting out them uh cocaine music volume one the mixtapes yeah he was just shooting them out shooting them out shooting them out. it got so oversaturated i was like listen all this mm-hmm. stuff is sounding the same Mm-hmm. Go sit down and think about it. So he did. He went and, you know, moved out of Memphis, went right. to L.A., got him some more, you know, some inspiration. Right. And came back with a fire album. Thank you. Uh, Future, sometimes, take sometimes notes. what you got to do. You just got to move around. If you're listening, take notes. There y'all go. <laughs> there y'all go. <laughs> um, Howard debates with Harvard, and they won the debate. Yes, sir. The second, second year in second a row. Second year in a row. Come yes, on, Come Howard. on, HBCU. HBCU. I'm not shocked because some black people, black people will argue. We your will ass argue you down. No, <laughs> I was actually on the debate team in high school. <laughs> See? I was. Mm-hmm. I so okay, let me ask everything. you: How is it set up? Is it? Do it you was... have to? I know it's based on fact checking, mm-hmm. and uh, how you articulate is got to be a major part of the argument. So it's it's got to be just research. It's it's research and being we, able to yeah. transfer that information. Ours in was like way. a lot of social study stuff and okay. political stuff and we would they would say something and you would have to like argue you down, argue the competitor down with facts and like you said how you articul- articulate it and put it out there. Man, I've always It was been like a group of five like of that. us that did it. One of my favorite movies to watch was uh The Great, the Great Debaters. Debaters. I love Man, that movie. Man, that's a good movie. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, when me and, you know, me and Don, we and, and my wife, we have our uh disagreements sometimes. Mm-hmm. She always say she like, "Man, sometimes I just don't even want to go into it with you cuz it's like you're just kind of <laughs> Because when I feel like I'm right about something, mm-hmm. I'm going all you the way down. You I won't even say about nothing it. about it until mm-hmm. I got everything in my head. What is I your know. sign? I'm a Sag. Mm. 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 So it'd be some lies mixed in yeah. with you. Wait, no. Your- <laughs> they, no, they stretch the truth. They, technical liars. They I technical. provide an they- alternate perspective. <laughs> That's a fancy way that? of saying lies. You hear that shit? You hear that shit? I provide an alternate perspective of how you could probably see and view and take things. Don, let me tell you something. Storytelling. Uh, I am a Gemini, so that I am his op- his exact opposite. So mm-hmm. when y'all, the next argument y'all get into, uh, just call me and put me on speakerphone. I got you. I got, <laughs> I got you. We're going to go at it. Nope, that's not right. 
That ain't right, Randy. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> he a fancy liar, y'all. Depends on what your <laughs> make you believe that Depends on what your perception of right is. Uh, what else we got? Ooh, it was it was a shady week. It was yeah. a lot of shit going nobody on. Nobody was seem nobody could get along this weekend. Yeah, um, we several beats uh, all around the all around the world, and we're gonna get into uh, all of them. We're gonna try to anyway. Um, so the first one was basically just in um in Miami. It was a lot going on. It was Woo! a lot. It was a lot going on. I don't know Shit. if y'all saw it. Uh, Gervonta was snatching up his baby mama. Yeah, <laughs> Moneybag Yo was snatching wigs. Yeah. you know, uh, they was mad at Beyonce and Jay Z for sitting down through the right. national anthem. Um, it was just a lot. Oh, and the strippers—they got stuck at the airport. They was out there looking like refugees. Yeah, uh, wow. So you know, we're gonna break that down really briefly. Gervonta, <sighs> bad move. Super bad move. What is wrong with him? I mean, is him and that girl even together? They're not even together, right? Or is are they? Do we together? know what happened? As to I why thought he she was cheating. I, I thought she was cheating. Okay, <laughs> are they together? Yes. Randy no, coming with the alternative facts. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if she cheating, then they have to be in some sort of arrangement, right or wrong. If it's considered cheating. So the yeah. so what you heard was that she was cheating. I hold didn't on, hear that. hold on. I didn't hear, I'm just let asking. me tell you why I say that. Okay, on the video, you right. see the dude in the black that get up and kind of beeline? Yeah. That's the dude that she was supposed to be sitting with. Oh, uh, okay. First of all, let's address him because you's a whole ho in these streets. If you got up and left that girl to get jacked up and that was your date, girl, he can't ever say nothing to me ever again. <laughs> ever. What is wrong? With, I didn't know. I just thought he just was in the way and didn't want to like, oh, shit, hold on. Cause I don't what was he supposed to do in that situation? Who, if he was with the girl? Yeah, I'm asking. If I'm not saying what he did, I'm asking. <laughs> if he was with that, if he was with the baby mama and they were and they were on a date or whatever they was doing, mm-hmm. he was supposed to have her back. He was supposed to say no. Yeah, no, he said, "Hold up, you ain't got to be rough, baby no, girl." No, you ain't gonna put and then like take the punch because then you know at least you could sue him and get some money after <laughs> right. that. Like, right? Take the punch. Like that was even if he wasn't. Even if the man didn't know her, he still should have been like, you all right? You know, I would have. And I'm a woman. I'd be like, girl, you all right? You sure you want to go? Because I can <laughs> so call 911. That, go, that goes back to last week when you spoke, when we were talking about taking up for black women and stuff oh. like that. That, that kind of aligns into that because he could have intervened a little bit. I mean, that's right. a female. Right. right. Come on, I understand now. you didn't want to get hit by Gervonta or whatever. He's, you know, a professional boxer, but... But does that still resonate if she is out of pocket like if she's not supposed to be there with that dude like how can i write her wrong not saying that he's wrong for not standing up for her but how can i write that wrong it's obviously some kind of emotional Mm -hmm. ties there Mm -hmm. on top of the fact that this nigga knock niggas out for a living (laughs) right on top of that how can i write her wrong she out of pocket she's not supposed to be here how does how does he know he might not even know that that was a situation like how do we know that she told him the complete truth yo my baby daddy might be here or, you know, this is my mm. baby daddy. The nigga be tripping. So right. I don't know what kind of arrangement they got worked out. If he come, just walk Listen, off. I'm like, pretty I don't sure know. she didn't give that nigga the heads up. If, that nigga if, probably so he got blindsided. Yeah. He if, had to. I don't care. Well, see, and then I would have gave him. I'm the type of person would have gave him the heads up. Like, okay. hey, I don't know if you want to be seen out in public with me. My baby daddy tripping and he out here. He crazy. And, and then you leave that fight. decision up to the man. Like, man, don't worry about that. If he come trip. 
I ain't gonna let them know. Ain't nothing gonna happen to you or whatever. But right. if a dude get blindsided like that, now it look bad on camera. Right. Only girls supposed to run though. Like, oh, I don't need. Yeah, he kind of skeeted out of the pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, nigga yeah. Like, gotta walk swiftly. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, nothing yeah. to do with this. Let me get out the way. Like that still was. I was you still supposed to at least say, "You alright? Oh, okay, you know." Because this right, is well, bad as you don't want to get hit by Jamonte. He don't want no lawsuit either. He don't want no lawsuit either. Right. So it could have been a situation where you could have stood in front of him and be like, hold on, fam. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. And then if it escalates, it just escalate. You still a man. But if it escalates, it just escalate. But, right. you know, I don't, don't know if she told the whole Don't put your hands on me. That's period. That's period point now, blank now. you know, I like to keep it a buck 50. Thank you. Watch this. What? It's been a lot of baby Please. mamas jacked up by their baby daddies in that manner. Now, I'm not going to say slapped in the face, punched or nothing like that. But from the video, it looked like he grabbed her by her jacket and he yanked did. her up and threw her out. So my thing is. Y'all like that. Who do? It's look, fun. Look, it's fun. look, 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 look. It's fun. It's fun. But it's embarrassing because look where they were. No, no, that ma'am. was embarrassing. No, man. We're going to ask somebody with some I feel, I feel Don, like that's you why like he in jail. jacked up by your coat collar and thrown out of the door. Dude. Man, me and my baby daddy had a whole wrestling match in the house with my mama there. That sound like, girl, wait a minute. But was it a, a mutual? Were y'all playing or was it? No, that- we were fighting. Oh, y'all disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all disrespectful. Oh, no. See, y'all like to get jacked up. We don't. We don't. But um, I would rather uh, get uh, jacked up by the collar than you jack off my wig and I got my meek meal braids under there. <laughs> Money bag, y'all was wrong for snatching that girl wig off of the street like that. So what happened? Because I didn't see the clip. So where they were well, outside. Okay, and this is the when this is why I gotta give it up. You know what I'm saying? They said she hit him first, and so he hit her, and then um, he snatched off her wig. But okay, I, so Gervonta in jail. Why she ain't in jail? Double standard. <laughs> well, they say they don't. Well, first of all, Gervonta did it on camera. Nobody seems to have the altercation between um, Ari and Moneybag. Um, yeah, you just see her in a ponytail walking Gone. down. Walking you know park. what, Moneybag? You so wrong because that got to be glue sometimes. On that first day, when on that first day, like that, them edges is gone. He snatched really hard. He snatched six edges. He better. He needs to go ahead and buy her some of them kaleidoscope drops because <laughs> I know he snatched her edges out. I know he did. Now, um, then, and then they was mad at you know my good friend Jay Z and Beyonce because they was you know sitting down. What you think when you saw it? Uh, that didn't bother me. Yeah, you know them all. them sitting down. You know, I think that we all got to get in this position and realize that. Man, Hove is um, an asset to the community, an asset to black people. He always have been, but he's a businessman, and he's mm-hmm. always professed that that's his viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody ain't going to be, you know, um, Malcolm X, or everybody ain't going to be, you know, somebody that we hold, you know, to that standard. You know, people are on this earth to do different things and to break down barriers and to break down walls. And, you know, him doing the deal with the NFL, Initially, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I'll admit that I didn't do the research to figure out what the deal was. Mm-hmm. I'm just a kind of no-nonsense type of person. If you right. say that we're not doing it, then we're just not doing it, no right. matter the amount of money. But at the same time, I understand that, you know, there are levels and heights that they perceive black people to go into this world. Mm-hmm. And if that man has an angle that he could bust through another ceiling or bust through another wall, then I'm all for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And him sitting down having his wife sit down and his daughter sit down at the game. That was kind of him signaling to us that, yo, we still down with y'all. Mm-hmm. We still understand what's going on. It's just, man, we got to play in these arenas too mm-hmm. until we can build our own. So, man, get your money. 
Me personally, I don't think no black person should stand up on it because after that part goes off and then when it starts talking about the, the slavery, it's right. like, I don't recognize that song no more. Like, I, I'm cool on it. Like, mm. But that's because you done done the proper research and you've actually broken down the lyrics and listened. Think about how many so- times we sung that song in school mm-hmm. or how many times yep. we heard that song in mm-hmm. school. So people are older now. We've been removed from school 15, 20 years People, that stuff is still kind of ingrained in their brain. So a lot of people find it disrespectful to not stand, to not rise. And then they make it about people that got killed going to war. And that's not what any of the kneeling, any of the sitting down, any of the protesting was about. You know what it, I'm saying? And that's not what that song is about. Either. It's not. It's not. It's, it's about not. an old rusty, busted up flag. The man looked out the window and saw the flag and got inspiration. He didn't care about them bodies. None of that shit. All. I think it's time no, for a remix. Right. It, is. <laughs> it really is. Like y'all don't like really y'all disrespecting us every time that y'all put that in the it front is. of some type of major sporting event or anything major that happens. We always have to recognize that. And I feel like it just takes me back, you know, hundreds of years. And I'm like, oh, well, we yeah. on back we on back on the plantation yeah. with this one. It's hella disrespectful. Yeah, it's hella disrespectful. I like it. But um outside of that, you know, the the refugees, I mean the strippers. <laughs> got, now I'm confused as to how people could throw up a million dollars and the people say they left broke. The the girls say they left broke. How many girls was out there trying to dance for everybody to not have enough money to make it back home? I don't know how many girls got invited, but I know how. Um, <laughs> I know they got to keep. They got to narrow down the list next. Year. I know how the structure is broken down because I'm I'm friends with promoters, mm-hmm. so I know how the structure is broken down with those tripathons so and polathons and stuff like that. So what it is, right? The the promoter mm-hmm. has a, an agreement or a contract with the club, mm-hmm. right? right? Okay, so what's happening is. We're going to throw this big stripper thumb. We're going to throw this big party, and we're going to invite all the strippers and all the rappers and the football players and basketball players, and they're going to bring all this money out, right? Mm-hmm. The strippers are under contract when they get there. Okay. You're only going to make a certain amount of money. It's a guaranteed amount of money, but you're only going to make a certain amount of money. So let's just say I invite 30 strippers, mm-hmm. and I tell y'all, look, I'm going to give y'all a thousand dollars a piece to come dance this is a guaranteed thousand dollars that you're gonna make in one night you know what i'm saying they sign off on it so now i'm out of thirty thousand dollars this is what i know i have to pay the dancers okay right okay education people all right so i'm out of thirty thousand that i'm that i'm gonna have to pay the dancers this is what they make it in the contract i'm telling my dancers yo you cannot pick up money off the floor you cannot accept tips from the people that are tipping. This is a, a, a strip-a-thon, a polo-thon. You here to dance. I have your guaranteed money right here. The money that's being picked off the floor, we going to sweep up at the end of the night. Right. So what happens is they sweep up the money at the end of the night. Uh-huh. They count it all up, divvy it all up, and they take whatever's off that money off the floor. They take it and divide it between not only the club, the club promoters, mm-hmm. and every stripper that was there get they one thousand dollars. That's mm-hmm. how they can throw a million dollars or five hundred thousand. And you think you gonna make this, that, and the third, but you done already signed a contract. So that to must say, have been a lot of money for the venue then, right, and for the promoters, I'm, I'm for the strippers to get nothing because. You, well, and it's not the same, but I remember back in the Somebody day when I used to work. I, back in the day, you used to work where? You have those, you have certain, no. I used to work where? Hell no. <laughs> I'm telling uh, you. 
the um so you would take a you know you would take like parties you would take what we call banquets or whatever and you have like they say you're gonna make it a guaranteed 200 now when it's they gonna grant or whatever goes over it then you can make something more over that so i'm trying to figure out why would i come and just dance for a thousand dollars when i know p himself gonna throw 120 <clears throat> cardi and offset bringing 50 the other Migos bringing 50. Yeah. Javante going to be in the building. He throwing yeah. at least 20. Like, yeah. why That's why you, you... going to... It's the illusion that they created. It's the... Wow. It's the you... Okay, think about the it. The promoters walked out with a lot of money. I'm telling you. A lot of Okay, think money. about it. Strippers pride themselves on two things. They dancing abilities and they mouthpiece. They mm-hmm. gift the gab. This mm-hmm. is how they make their money. So you thinking, okay, well, I'm going to go on... Pay my little tip in might be two hundred, three hundred dollars for me to even come be a part of it. Mm. I'm gonna guarantee make a thousand dollars or eleven hundred dollars. So it's not necessarily a loss, but I'm gonna talk my way right into Quavo, Quavo, uh, Sprinter van or mm. to you know what I'm saying take out Sprinter van or I'm gonna I'm get in the Rolls Royce with Pete. Like this is the thing that you're saying in your head because it's yeah. probably done happen like with ballers in your club. cities. Yeah. yeah, she gotta make that side money. There you go. So, but this- it's like seventy. It's it's seventeen. Other y'all that look just like like what you would make you different. Okay. Hey, that's what it is. So, I, but my thing is okay. Even if they got their little thousand dollars, whatever it was, why was they stuck at the airport? Was the flights high? <laughs> Probably was. A lot of them had one way. A lot of them had one ways. But what you was gonna do to get back? Fucking suck and you, try to act like yeah, you was yes, a, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Well, put me, that's all I was trying to make. That's yeah. what was going. That was the plan. That, that, okay. You, like you ever seen that meme where it say, "Book the flight now. And worry about the how you the, what you gonna do when you get <laughs> no, there." Facts. No, 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 it, no. It be like that sometimes. No. Y'all remember on Players Club when they hit the thing and was like, "Girls, money upstairs." <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like, me, that's me. the plan. That's the plan. They gonna talk up on something. They gonna sell sex. Like, whatever they need. They figure, man, this ball is in here. I'm going to make some money. So, they just stepped out on faith. But I said, but, but y'all That's exactly the, what it is. They stepped out is. on faith. But y'all at the airport looking like refugees, sis. I know yeah. spirit flight couldn't have been that high. <laughs> I know a spirit flight couldn't have been that high. It's hard out, chill. <laughs> they, was, they were probably on Twitter and shit talking about, who got a buddy pass? Wait, y'all yeah, need a buddy pass, please. <laughs> Hard out, they better get on the Greyhound, get to wherever they need to go. Chad, well, locally, it's some mega bus. You got on yelling. We've been talking about yellow beasy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> locally, it just it. You know why won't it ever cease? It just it's out of control at this point. It's out of control at this point. I don't think it's ever gonna stop. Nah. You don't think so? No, it's never gonna stop between them two. Nah, I doubt it. Okay, but it's some clownery going on. Okay, so I don't know the. Yellow them was not in. Um, they couldn't have been in um, Miami if they was here fighting, right? It was did it happen on Monday or did that happen on Sunday? I thought that was an old video. Was it? I don't know. But when just the video there? just resurfaced. It surfaced. Mm, That's what I thought. Me by myself, I beat them up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Yellow caught um mo threes you know that's his arch enemy in these streets and he caught his manager lacking in the club in v live no i think it was it was it was this week it, it was, was this recent week? uh-huh he caught him lacking and um you know when you catch your ops lacking you you know you take advantage of it and you know they did <laughs> <laughs> who she been talking to <laughs> what catch you know, your ops lacking you know he caught him lacking in these streets and that's what happened now the, it's a divide in the streets saying that you know one side is saying that 
uh, it was whack for them because I guess the manager, Rainwater, he's not a street nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not from that life or he whatever. He's just the business side of everything. Right. And then the other one says, hey, you know, if you aligned with the opposition, then, you know, what happens, happens. Right. I don't think that's fair. You don't think it's fair? Just because off strength, just because he's Mo3 manager, that if he's caught slipping by himself, that's okay for them to jump him. Just because you got beef with Mo3. Hmm. Like, what was the point of even just <laughs> jumping rainwater? You don't agree? <laughs> like, what was you the point? You don't agree? It's for a game? I mean, look, I'm trying to see if I don't like sis and I see her friend. Sis friend might got to go and get it. If I, mean, I don't like her like that. Because I have a couple of sis that I don't fuck with, but I, I know who they friends are. If I see their friends, I'm, I don't have beef with friends. I have beef with your homegirl. It's just the person that you got yeah. beef with. Mm. Yeah, I can understand. Well, that. some people operate like that. Uh, Yellow Bees in his camp, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can get it. <laughs> I mean, apparently that's how they was living in these streets. That's how they was living. I think that uh they have too much to lose. Uh him and right. and they said I didn't see him in there, so we gonna say allegedly they said Errol was out there. I just don't get it. I don't think that he like I don't No, get I don't it. think he would be out there. Like, I would hope I, not. Well, I would hope not. And and it, it it's ridiculous to me. Um but uh, D, you know, she, his girlfriend, you saw her, she's a millionaire with this her shit. So I'm just like, sis. Yeah. Do you want to be tied into this hood rap shit? Yeah. It ain't, it ain't all it's saying. It's not cracked up to be nothing, sis. Just go and sell your <laughs> wigs like Mo3 said. Baby, go sell the wig because it's not... <laughs> For what? I'm not finna be out there with my man scrapping barefoot. They chasing people down. Like, I would have been like, girl, I'm finna call a car service because this shit done got real ghetto. Mm-hmm. It done got ghetto. Uh, Mo3 made a couple videos and a song. <laughs> that nigga's a comedian. <laughs> He's hilarious. Yeah, I'm sorry. Funny. I watched it and the way that he has an art of telling the story. Mm-hmm. Woot the woo. <laughs> yeah. Woot the woo. You know what I'm saying? Woot the woo. Y'all don't get no credit. You somebody. <laughs> That's what you do, baby. That's what you do. Um, so he made a song out. It's called "Beat 'Em Up." Did y'all hear it? Did you listen to it? I did. I uh, I got <laughs> I got messy for a little second. And, you know, I'm human. You know what I'm saying? When it came like on, you know, I try to I stay said, out of okay. yeah. I try to stay out of you know grown men business, but you know, I watched mm-hmm. the live. You did. Yeah, <laughs> did watch the live. Hey, you got because you know he gonna tell the story in the way that he's entertaining he's very animated yeah 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 he entertaining he he's entertaining. very entertaining i yeah. don't know like he wasn't there i don't know you know how you know true his stories is but i just be entertained and i be tuned in that's, yeah. all, that's all i'm gonna say yeah, it's very entertaining man but. yeah i think he's gonna actually push the song he he uh performed it when he was i guess he had a show mm-hmm this past weekend, he performed it, and the crowd knew it. I'm like, this is some yeah, messy How y'all know the words shit. already? Say, my love, Viagra, Legal Trap, uh-huh. J. Lou, Legal Trap, uh, he, you know, did the videography for that. And when oh. we was doing our thing yesterday, he was telling me about it, and he was like, bro, they knew that song word for word. I'm like, fam, the song just <laughs> came just out. It just came out. Like, bro, they yeah. knew that shit word for word. I've been saying I beat him up all week on my time. <laughs> Me, by myself, I beat him up. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, Trey got his hair cut today. His barber talking about Sheeta. Me, I beat him up. Everybody's saying it. 
That's cold. I really wish, you know, that they would put that. I don't know if it's beyond talking at this point. You know what I'm saying? They, that, I've heard it is. But yeah. um, I really do wish they would just put this shit aside. Because it's like, all of them are talented. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't want to stop nobody's bag permanently. I don't right. want nobody's bag to be stopped permanently. All of some dumbass street shit. And these are fathers, man. Both of them have yeah. sons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I wish the best for both of their careers, man. Hopefully they can find some kind of mutual understanding to where they don't have to go at each other and hurt each other. You know, mm-hmm. if Bloods and Crips in LA can find some kind of mutual ground mm-hmm. or, you know, rolling sixties and eight trays after Nipsey died can find some kind of neutral ground. And I know these two black men that's down here in Dallas can find some kind of common ground to where they can say, Hey, I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. You stay on your side of the street. I stay on my side of the street. Let's just get our money and take care of our kids. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it boils down to. If I don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with me. Like, let's just. Facts. That's it. Just that's leave it. the petty shit alone. That's it. That's Did it. you see he started uh, passing out toys the next day after that shit happened? Who? Yeah, LaVizzi. Nah, he, I didn't. He was, where was he at? Holly Hills? <clears throat> passing out toys. Me, like, by myself. I me. bought them toys. I bought them toys. <laughs> me, by myself. I, and I went straight to the comments, you know, and everybody was like, you a real nigga. And I'm just like, this nigga just jumped somebody yesterday, y'all. <laughs> I didn't say it in the comments, but I'm reading comments like, did y'all see this nigga jump somebody Shit. yesterday? When you a logical person, them comments will make you mad, won't they? Yes. If you go through people's comments. I did. Like, I was scrolling like, oh, trying to see if somebody was going to mention what happened, and everybody's like, you a real nigga. See, that's why I fucked you. I'm like, he just jumped somebody yesterday. Uh, oh my god Chab. shout out to little yellow in mo3 Chab, but they in mo3 <laughs> comments talking about that he made a song they talking about oh you made a song but you ain't gonna go slide for your nigga you know i was like Lord, <laughs> see, that's how I, that's how i keep keep up with the slang randy i'll be like no he you said, be in the comments slide she for his nigga she be in the comments okay so that must mean fight i'll okay. be seeing your name in the shade room <laughs> comments i'll be seeing nisi in there <laughs> I don't I see do. Sheeta that much, but I see Nisha man, comment though. Man, I commented one time and they lit my ass up and I ain't comment see, no more. It was about she... Nikki. On the shade room? Yes. Oh, you not a barb? No, I'm not a barb. That's dangerous, my nigga. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. I said, man, I, that's why I don't comment on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they see, lit my ass but up. But when you see my name, I'm normally saying yes. Yeah, it do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You be co-signing. Okay, then. I'm like, look, right. at look at these, look at these motherfucking ass. Yeah, this is yo. I keep it a little light in the shade room. You know what I'm saying? I took my debating skills to the shade room yeah. and got lit up. Uh-uh, don't do I, that. Like, like, it's they just ignorance. If you ain't with the ignorance, get up out of there. <laughs> get up out of there. Speaking of Nicki Minaj, though, you know, uh, she came back, you know, with a vengeance. Um, her and Meek, they've been, you know, kind of having this, you know quiet storm brewing for a second but it done bubbled over mm-hmm. this week so if y'all didn't see it i guess you know meek liked um a, a picture of something that had a a, a mannequin that looked <laughs> <laughs> a mannequin that looked identical to the outfit that Nicki minaj's man had on not too long ago and he liked it or whatever it was in the jimmy jazz store i believe <laughs> So was the post saying it looked like Mr. Petty? Yeah, they said no. Nah, they got my young bull in the um in the window. She oh, know okay. all the slang, my nigga. That's what bull. it said. Yeah, my young bull <laughs> in young the window. Bull, they had my young bull in the window. You know, so you know that was somebody from Philly who said that. That's right. probably why Meek liked it. Um, anyway, you know, I guess Nikki saw that he liked it and she went off. Like Cardi went off when she liked 
when Nikki liked to comment when somebody said something about her baby. It, well, you know, she didn't run yeah, up same, on nobody and throw no shoe. But yes, it's the same sentiment. Yes, she went off. She went and found old pictures of uh, Meek when he didn't have on such flattering clothing. You know, right. he done, my nigga done glowed up a little bit. You right. know, <laughs> the pants fit. They right. ain't. You know, at his ankles no more, whatever. Not that there's nothing wrong with that. Just the ones he had kind of looked a little, you know, suspicious or whatever. And then it kind of, you know, went into the war of the words or whatever. And she insinuated that he hit her. That Meek hit her? Yeah. Meek did hit that girl. I thought that was kind of whack. I ain't gonna lie. Right. I'm not saying, you know, that she shouldn't speak out if that did happen. But the timing makes it seem ingenuine. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been broke up for a while. Like, right. If he hit you, we probably should have heard about that a long time ago. Right. I, I think something has to be said for people who choose to hold on to the information and then and let it go at a at a time where they finna drop an album or a song. Or a song. Because mm-hmm. like then she dropped a little yike song like the day after. Uh, yeah, a couple thing. days after. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of makes it seem like it's it's whack to me. You know what I'm saying? It kind of makes it seem you know disingenuous. So you know I didn't I didn't really like that. For he me. came back and he you know he's made references to her knowing about you know what her brother did you know uh yeah. and um being around and he also said that's the reason why he had to kind of distance himself from her because you know she knew about what was going on and you know the same way you said that that was years later like sir why you didn't say this you know See, you right. I, told, I told my wife when this whole thing was kind of going over i was disappointed in you know the boy too because i'm a meek fan mm-hmm um, I like his come up. I like his backstory. Story, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like his, you know, determination and his, you know, relentlessness not to quit and just kind of keep doing what he's doing. But um, <clears throat> I don't feel like he's very versed in social media. And <laughs> that boy gets mad. Because really I'm like, bro, why you? Why do you let people just <laughs> pull you into this shit? And you sitting next to Robert Kraft, you and Jay-Z are friends, you and these big in our meetings. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, fam. Like, let her let her go off. Let her do her thing. You a man. You have to conduct yourself as a man. This right. is an irate female. Not saying that all females are irate, mm-hmm. but she's obviously, you know, emotional. Emotional. Yeah. Let her be emotional. You don't get emotional. You right. move logically. You do you what you need to do. About, Hold on, wait a minute. You thought like, I was finished? He couldn't let that shit go. I'm like, bro, let that shit go. He could not let that shit go. I'm like, right. damn, let that and go. And you could tell he was kind of like, I ain't going to say nothing. Dangerous. And another thing. <laughs> and another right, thing. No, no, yeah. And another I'm thing. Chilling, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. She, she said something else. Okay, see, give me the phone. Give now. me the phone. Yeah. <laughs> give me the phone. Give me the phone. No, you give know, me the phone. You got uh, the Milano. Milano. Is that her name? Uh, Milano Rouge or yeah, Milano. Milano. She got the clothing Milano. line, right? Yes. All right, she's pregnant. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You with a beautiful sister. You got another baby on the way. You doing well. Your career's doing well. Man, leave that alone, fam. Like, right. you don't really Misery have to engage Misery company. And yeah. I think we said, I don't know if we said this last week, but it just feels redundant. But at Kenneth, what point are you going to draw your, your wife back in? Mm-hmm. You got to, yeah. I need a nigga that can check me. I don't okay. know about you, but... I need the man who I'm with to be mad that I'm even about to think about that, addressing right. Yo, somebody. Because he a cheerleader do at this point. Right. Whenever she go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, like, yeah, no. Nikki, that's why you the queen, Yo, baby. Say what you got to yeah. say, baby. Say nah, it. Because you done sit your ass down too long. Long. No, well, You know, my boy to... probably getting, you know, his little, little benefits. He getting his, y'all messing up the coin with all of that. <laughs> Can't mess up the <laughs> coin with all of that. I heard the man ain't no killer, but don't push him. Or maybe he is a killer and he got bodies. 
this woman need not be disrespecting you. I don't care if I'm making uh millions and millions and millions more than you. Mm-hmm. You still need to be able to be, look at me and be like, because yeah. at do this that. point, I feel like she's putting him in situations. That's what mm. Meek said. He was like, "You really, you willing? Here go the the lingo. You willing to crash your man? And I really don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> I really don't even know what he meant by that. Randy. My nigga took an African American studies. <laughs> Language course or something since the last time I've been over here. My nigga know all the street slang. I'm an Ebonics pro in this bitch. <laughs> but he said you're willing to crash your man just to, you know what I'm saying, just to have a certain look at her. Because I really feel like she's wanting this goon, goonette look. Like, what is that about? But you know you got a, um, you know you with an alpha male. You know you with a stand-up dude who doesn't mm-hmm. mind adverse moments because that's who he is. That's what he done been through his whole life. Mm-hmm. As a female in that type of situation, it's still your job just as much as it's his to protect him. Right. And keep him out of harm's way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you know he on go and he willing to do it don't mean you send him. Right. right. That ain't what you're supposed yeah, to do, man. Yeah, that's what she doing. Yeah. That right. what keep you're supposed your dog to do. on the leash, huh? Yeah, I don't want to be bailing you out and being caught with the suits, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All of that. <laughs> Looking stupid because you don't want to you know, bust somebody in the in the fact for what all of that so what for was the what? deal in the store now with that you know it's a whole bunch of he says she said but we i don't know if meek approached her first or she you know what i'm saying approached him but the 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 more the most logical story that i've heard was that um you know one of the workers in the store had came and said hey you know meek is in here we didn't you know we, we just want you to know that meek is in the store we don't want no problems and she kind of was like we don't give a damn See if I'm her dude, I'm like, my nigga, you don't gotta do all that. Let's get our shit. Let's go. Yeah, let that. Why you getting irate? Let that man shop. We gonna stay over here and shop. When they need to come over here, we'll go over there. It's cool. It ain't no problem. Right now, it all like supposedly had all sparked because. Meek had, you know, made re- made reference to the man wearing boot cut jeans with his Belinda <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, that shit was funny. That shit was funny. He said, "You what? This nigga wore boot cut jeans with Belinda." He put it in the song, didn't he? Yeah, and James Harden was being messy. You know what James Harden do? He was the one who. Uh, it was. It was un um, what you call it when it's in the vault, like it was unheard. But he sent it to James Harden or whatever, and James Harden played it while he was on um, one of his lives or something, or you know making the Snapchat. Oh. And you heard it, and you know people was like, "Is that me? Cause this gonna come out? No, it's this not coming out. Music? It's just him venting, and mm-hmm. you know his friend happened to have it, and uh, he put it out. Oh wow! Is that messy though? It's very messy. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Come he on, was James. Alive. And that song ain't even out. It's just something he sent to so you. So it's an exclusive. <laughs> that don't mean it's messy. LeBron, LeBron would never. LeBron can't always have never. all the excuses. Uh, uh, exclusive. So, you know, you shoot me But he exclusive. would never. LeBron would play, play that no part, messy though. shit I think he, after I think like him that. playing that part was a little. Right. Yeah, he had I to think play it, that part. I think he played uh, you know, purpose. played into the narrative that Nikki's pushing that Meek is still be trying to get back with her. Like, he's still being her DMs. He still be talking, you know. Saw you at you. was looking cute. You know what I'm saying? Where the screenshots? Receipts. Yeah. Where the receipts? Because she good for producing receipts, right? Producing receipts. Where the receipts? If that's it. Y'all think they still like each other? I, they do. Yes. They do. Yes. 
Yes. That's why they doing it. They got, she married now. He got a new girl and a baby on the way. And y'all arguing like this. Y'all, like, y'all want to fuck again. Bro was infatuated with Nikki. He really though. was. Like, he can't cap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bro mm. was infatuated with Nikki. And if I was Milano, baby, I would pull the most, baby, the most epic ass shit as soon as the baby came. When, when, hold it. Okay, did you get, you saw, get this nigga out of my room. <laughs> for disrespecting me while I was seven months pregnant, get your motherfucking arguing ass with out. your ex. And right, you I, you done stressed me out. I could have girl because I that shit is very disrespectful. Yeah. Arguing with your ex, wifey it's said like, the same like why you giving her the time of day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wifey said the same thing. She, she shouldn't like, be. Shouldn't she go shouldn't be speaking to him. And she these need to be about two weeks. Need to put him on. Like, not, you don't need to know updates or nothing. Like just wonder, nigga. Uh, he was on the yacht anyway with his friends. I'm sure he was all right, but, <laughs> but I just, I'm a firm believer. If you truly happy, then you'll just let people say whatever they don't say. You just keep you just keep moving. You just keep pushing. Like it don't matter. As referenced by the hot girl Captain Meg the Stallion, because y'all was trying to take my good sis down this week, and she wasn't having it. The Black Kings was mad. Wah, I saw the comments. Yeah. <laughs> What is with the Meg Hay train? First, they tried to say my good sis had some type of feminine odor. <laughs> I then missed they that came one. back with some photoshopped, you know, pictures of her feet that wasn't looking. They was looking real, 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 Were real. Were those mad. really her feet? I remember that picture. I, you know what? No, I don't think Somebody so. But she do be on her tiptoes a, a lot. lot. So you she know. probably her feet probably cramped up a little bit. Them toes looking like you she know got ballerina toes. Oh God. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, then they so that didn't work, and then they start trying to say that you know she was a hoe in these streets because she done been linked to you know a few men, just a few. That don't mean she a hoe though, right? She just you know she having fun. Having so fun. let's run it down. So Lori having fun, my nigga. I fucks with Lori. <laughs> Do your thing. I sis. fucks with Lori for real. <laughs> Lori said, and y'all wasn't gonna take her Bentley truck without a fight. Did you right. see her swing on the guy? <laughs> but okay, so money bag yo. Do y'all think that was a real relationship? No. Money, so? Moneybag said it wasn't really just like a relationship. They were just linked together. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've known mm. each yes. other since 2017 because he was on one of her songs, her Tina Snow album. Mm-hmm. And he said they've been cool ever since. And then they just kind of started spending more time with each other. But he said that wasn't a real relationship. Mm, okay. okay. So round two of did she smash? <laughs> um, After she was seen with him, you know, then she saw she got, she was spotted with Trigger Trey. It was at either her birthday or his birthday. Trey one fuck. <laughs> I think he did too. Trey, you think Trey so? Fuck. But sis ain't gonna say nothing. Don, what you think? Oh, okay. Well, Trey fuck the neighbors. He said neighbors know his name, so because he said tell me uh, I'm gonna knock her head off. Is that he what wanted, he said on Twitter? Right. But she came back, you know, and said the next day, like me, I don't know. Me and Trey ain't had no sex. She lying, bro. Man. I don't know, bro. I would have to try it out for the culture. I would do it for. I would take one for the whole black woman. Seem like. It was it had it had to be done. I'm sorry. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry. It okay. ain't nothing wrong with that. So then after that, she was uh, spotted with Wiz Khalifa. Did she smash? Right. Cause <laughs> Don says no. She just says it looked like they probably did. I hope so. <laughs> okay, so she was with him the night before, and then the. The morning after, she was spotted in his car in the back seat. You know, what I'm saying, leaning over, like, "Hey," in the camera, mm-hmm. rubbing on his face. What you think? 
Oh, so he rode in the Uber back with her to get dropped off? No, it was, was his car. Oh, it was his car? Mm-hmm, he was driving. Uh, why was she in the back seat? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they had to drop somebody off. I don't know why she was in the back seat. I'm all for women um, exploring their sexuality, mm. you know, because I think it's a double standard. We have a tendency to apply men for how many women that they've been with, mm-hmm. and you kind of get a trophy for that. So, mm-hmm. And women, if they sleep with more than one man, they automatically get called a hoe, and I don't think that's cool. So if she having her fun in the industry or if she um, is broadening her experience mm-hmm. with the people that she connected to, do your shit. I ain't mad at it. I now me personally, I don't think that she smashed these people. I think that it's it's a slight clout chase to me. Like yeah. I think that she knows people are gonna say, Yeah, soon as you see me with somebody, I'm fucking them. So she just embraces it and acts yeah. like it keep acts, her, it keep go her in a little the shade over, room. Right. Like I think more of that going on than actual smashing in mm-hmm. the industry too. I think a lot of people just connect themselves with people just because they know it's gonna make a big uproar. Not, and the uproar did because g Easy, like all the other ones, they kind of was like, okay, well, maybe she did. But when it came to the little white man, everybody was mad. Like, mm-mm, sis, queen, what you doing? You out here cheapening your brand. Why is that cheap? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that cheapening the brand? Why the white man got to be cheapening the brand? Because, you know, the black man, they go get, the, they go get them a snow bunny real quick with a big booty in. And it's all good. I just think Meg is a one of the few alpha females. She's strong willed, and we don't want to lose her to the Caucasian. We want to keep her on our team. You know, I what mean, it's a lot of strong willed ones out here, mm-hmm. but they still go out and get the snow bunny. <sighs> Why y'all so upset about Meg? I'm not saying I, I'm you. Not, yeah, I'm the yeah, general. Yeah. Most of the guys. I mean, I'm open to anybody. Uh, broadening mm-hmm. their experience. I ain't mad at it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Is it a double standard when it comes to white men with black women and black men with white girls? Yeah. But y'all yeah. get offended when y'all see black dudes. No, because... I don't. Man, yes, when, y'all do. Well, yes, I said do. this before on the show. I went to a predominantly white high school. Right. So the few black men that we had and the athletes always dated white girls. I'm used to seeing the shit now. Yeah. It don't bother me. So y'all are shave room connoisseurs. Right, <laughs> I am. Okay. I definitely am. You a comment, comment queen, comment queen, right? All right. I so, am. So explain to me this: the range is off when it comes to I see Serena and her husband, mm-hmm. or I'll see another black woman with a white dude, mm-hmm. and it's all kind of claps and hearts and heart eye emojis and yes queen leave Tyrone get you a Tom <laughs> and all this other kind of shit. Timothy, yeah, and then. When it reverses, mm-hmm. you know, the comments don't be as loving and as vibrant, you know, when y'all see a white, when y'all see a white girl on the arm of a black dude or, mm. or something like that. Like, what's up with that? Like, well, how come- listen, and I can only speculate, you know, and this is, you know, I'm just, t- stop me if I go too far off Queens. Okay. But I feel like, you know, most of the time when we see a black woman, we can relate like, okay, well, you know, sis probably done went through the struggle. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not go get you somebody that's going to be happy, you know, make you happy and not mm-hmm. stress you. It'd be the same thing for the men though. They'd be like, yeah, cause you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Rakeisha always tripping with me. Right. They're breaking her neck and this, this, that. Get you a snow bun that's going to cook for you. Ke- and this Ke- and that. Kelly don't give me the all the shit and lip that Keisha do. Right. right. Like, really? White women go off just as much as black women do. I'm sorry. They do. And white men call y'all nigga bitches whenever they get mad. <laughs> <laughs> what? See what I'm saying? Who call who a nigga bitch? I'm just saying. 
Now, that, <laughs> now I don't think that these that white, white men, when they white, get mad, that white man that I'm niggas. telling you, it even, they might say it out loud. Shit, nah, be, that nigga beat them got shot in my house. So I was, I feared for my life. I don't know what Serena kind of. Serena called a nigga. You think so? I'm telling you. Nah, man, not Serena. Serena man. left look like yeah. it come real hard. I don't know. Yeah. She chin check that fool. Shit. Nah, mm-mm. it was just, but you I nigger, feel like bitch. it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Bet not ever, do you hear me? <laughs> Bet not the fuck ever go down. That man that played for the Kansas City Chiefs don't look like he be calling nobody no nigga. Bitch. He look like he say nigga. <laughs> yeah, he look like he cool. He with the lingo and shit. Like so he, he look like nigga. he say uh, in regular conversation. I ain't gonna What's up, my nigga? nigga? He better not. The Queens, if y'all out there letting these white men call y'all nigga bitches, I'm disappointed. I'm telling nigga you bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, it happens. Disappointment. It happens. I was also disappointed in Gail this week. Ooh, do Lord. anybody else know the story so I can stop sounding like I, all I do is work for the shade room? I, do I work for the shade you room? You the connoisseur. You, you the connoisseur. I think we all know that story, though. Yeah. That's, that's, that's for the last few days. Mm-hmm. That's been uh, that's been a topic of discussion amongst everybody. Yeah. Um. Gail had an interview with Lisa... Lisa Leslie. Shout out to Lisa Leslie, though. Come on, queen. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Lisa Leslie. Um, and she was asking about Kobe. The, the full interview hasn't aired yet, uh, but they played a clip where she was asking about the um the rape allegations. Right. And um, my problem with it was not so much that you had asked about it, because listen, it's a part of his life, whatever. But when you and when she said, you know, she was like, "No, I didn't know that part of him. That's not something I knew about." My friend, I don't feel but like would whatever. you know? But how would you know? Kept pressing the issue. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when I got a problem. Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to pull it out of her. Right, yeah. and I'm so glad that, you know, my good sis uh, kept her composure because I would have been like, bitch, now what you trying to say? <laughs> right. <laughs> Motherfuckers want a moment. I'm going to give them a moment because yeah. I'm, over, I'm over here. You know I'm grieving my friend, and this is what you're going to ask and then going to push it with your eyebrow, lift it to the ceiling like, now what? Now how would you know? But would She you sat see? up in the chair. She sat up in the chair and kind of, you know, but, but, but like, mm-hmm. probing to get it out. Of it, it was almost like uh, when you see a lawyer cross examine a witness mm-hmm. and it's kind of like they trying to paint the reasonable doubt or the possibility right. of it, mm-hmm. which that's what, that's what, you know, the legalities of being a lawyer is all about. It ain't even about right and wrong or truth. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's about the picture that I can paint to make you think that this could have happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was. I think that that's the disrespectful thing along right. with her her wording you know when you say well the case got dismissed because the victim didn't want to testify but i'm like how do you call somebody a victim where a case got dismissed this is an alleged accuser Mm. this is not a victim when you call this woman a victim it automatically paints kobe bryant Mm -hmm. as a predator Mm -hmm. or somebody that done something wrong you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying and i think a lot of i think that went over a lot of people's head because we're so used to hearing it and people don't take words as serious as they probably should when you're dealing with media mass media they fuck you over with the words that they use they do so by her calling that woman a victim, victim It automatically paints the picture in your head that she had something wrong done to her. Mm-hmm. And the counterpart is Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. And yeah. he did it. And that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. On top of the bullshit-ass apology. That's right. fucked up. Now, here's my problem, because I've been seeing it now. Gail said it, but people have been addressing it, you know, here and there, you know, in the comments. So people may post... Um, 
I muted and deleted some people over it, I will say. I'm Word. Not, yeah. What were they saying? I mean, the day that he died, it was just like, you know, I don't know how to feel, but, you know, because he, you know, was accused of rape or he was a rapist and then using his apology as the basis of what they feel like, you know, they, they why they were calling him that. But my thing is this. <clears throat> when you go to court and you, you know, you in these what do you call it um when y'all what you call it legal whatever when you're in these mediation right um the woman didn't want to take it forward but that didn't mean she didn't bring her demands forward and one of the demands probably not even by her was that like oh and you might want to make him apologize because if you don't get an apology then it's gonna look like you taking his payoff and that's what it was but you know at least get him to apologize i'm sure that was given to her by her legal counsel and him simply saying, oh, I'm sorry, wasn't enough. So I'm sure he had somebody write up this, you know what I'm saying? Write up this dissertation to her like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I can see, you know, with the, you know, whatever was being presented to me, I can see why you don't feel it was blah, blah, blah. I don't feel like they should take that as him admitting that um, he raped her. It's just him admitting that, you know, maybe something the maybe the lines was blurred at yeah. one point like you know this is what it was and you know i'm sorry that i hurt you, you know what i'm saying sometimes mm-hmm. you don't apologize because you did something wrong sometimes you just apologize because maybe you hurt somebody's feelings like maybe the person perceived it the wrong way right you know yeah. i'm sorry that that's and that's how i felt the apology is but a lot of people are saying because he's you know issued that apology to her and the wording that was in the apology he kind of admitted you know that it really happened the way that she said it happened mm. I didn't I didn't see or hear or read the um the actual apology. I just saw people speaking on it. Mm-hmm. And they said that he didn't um insinuate that the rape actually took place. He, he said did. that he apologized and he he apologized for the exchange mm-hmm. and he could see some of the reasons why she would have felt the way that she felt. Right. But I also think that that spoke more to Kobe's brand. Mm-hmm. Than it is to make her feel better about the the allegation or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I think that that's just something that you probably have to do when you a mega star or when you a public figure. And who's to say how much pushback he gave on it? Like, don't say that. I don't want. to Yeah, we say don't that. know. Yeah, yeah. We right. Don't know. And I don't want to say that. And they're like, yeah. they're like well, but you do you want to go? Yeah. To, do you yeah. want this to go away? And then finally, he just was like, shit, fuck it, just whatever, just her, say, yeah, just her, say, man. make it, yeah. just say like I, you know, I was wrong. Maybe you know, whatever, whatever, and make the shit go away. Yeah. And yeah. that's and that's what I feel like that was more so because and you know and I'm trying to smear that lady or whatever but it definitely was brought was brought out that she had more than more than one person eight <laughs> it was eight it was eight wow six seven eight wow eight double double the people in this room different uh, semen samples come on sis and she was like she put on she accidentally put on the wrong underwear. Or some some shit she said. She, Come on, she sis. got the underwear out the dirty clothes. I'm Come like, on, sis. She... The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you steak pussy Come bitch. On, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sis. And then the fact that, you know, she called around and bragged about it at first. And yeah. then it changed. Like, why are we even, like, why are we bringing this up? Yeah. The woman haven't came out and said nothing. Why? Yeah. The prosecutors in that case actually lost their job. Because... Mm. 
once it all came to light and they found out that she was quote unquote lying or not telling the full truth, mm -hmm. they should have never brought that shit up to the DA. They shouldn't have never tried to take it to trial. They shouldn't have never did none of that. You know right. what I'm saying? They felt like that they didn't do their full research mm -hmm. and background checks on her story. Yep. And they got in trouble for that shit. And it's a stain on that man's name. legacy yeah. Yeah. forever. And you but got people trying to bring it up. Gail brought that shit up because that's the agenda mm. right now. That it, it it didn't. Every, I'm gonna be honest with you. It didn't have nothing to do with Kobe and the exchange that he had with that girl. The agenda right now is to paint black men as mm -hmm. predators, mm. to paint them as rapists, to paint them as uh you know sexual predators of some sort. Any kind of way you could tarnish the image of a positive of the positive. Now I don't want to say uh because it's singular, but of the positive black man. Mm -hmm. That's the agenda for mass media, major media outlets right now. That's the agenda. Mm. That's what they trying to do. So you know she's a part of that. You know, and for her to like how they did uh, Russell, yeah. yeah, Oprah's a part of it too. That's what yeah. we were saying. Like even before this happened, we were it was just Oprah by herself that we were saying that Oprah seems like she has a vendetta against you know what I'm saying the black man because. Look, we all know Harvey Weinstein is just as much of a monster as, you know, they want to paint Bill Cosby, if Be, not worse. Yeah. Um, you know, they yeah. want to paint Russell, if not worse. So where, where is your documentary on him? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. What's going What's on? Happening? People, I think people just, you know, and they try to uh, they try to misconstrue it as um, the, the, the women are not supposed to say anything about an R. Kelly or Bill Cosby. And if those men did what they say they did then they deserve mm -hmm. to be exactly where they are mm -hmm. but i think that everybody just wants to see the scale tip fairly mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying stop Absolutely. locking all of us up and making us look like we the bad guys when we get this game from y'all yep you know what i'm saying like the harvey weinsteins and mm -hmm. the people that came before him this is an actual thing in hollywood mm -hmm. this ain't no you know thing that's just been going on on the last 20 30 40 years no, like this shit is what it's actually built on you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so people just want to see the same energy when it comes to the people that give y'all y'all paycheck that you want her taking pictures with and kissing and mm -hmm. you got this uh pastor from somewhere i think it was honduras or something like that he in jail right now for I'm like a 120 or something like that you know molesting kids mm -hmm. or anything like that oprah you ain't did no documentary on him you know, Michael Jackson died. You did a whole documentary and, and interview with people that was tarnishing his name. And these are people that you had sat down with and befriended when they were alive. Like, that's fucked and up. And want to say, you know, want to throw in their journalistic integrity. But Man. I don't understand that when, especially on the Michael thing, because these boys' story done flip-flop 72,000 times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you got um, other <clears throat> and we, white men who are grown now. Macaulay Culkin was the other one. You know, they, they said that, you know, that he's never done that. Right. right. But you want to believe or you want to interview the ones that flip-flop. Oh, it happened. Oh, it didn't happen. Oh, it happened. Sir, I don't, I can't trust you. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what your agenda is. So you need to sit, sit down and be quiet. And I would, it, it, the, the last person I would expect to give them a chance to speak is somebody like Oprah. Why would you waste your time on that? Yeah. I don't you know, get the, it. The journalistic integrity thing is, it's a it's a double negative. The two don't really go hmm. hand in hand because you know the the core word, the core basis of integrity is what you do when somebody ain't looking. Mm -hmm. It's the person that you are when ain't nobody around. Mm -hmm. You know, are you still the same person in the public as you are in private? Can right. you still stand on the same morals and principles? That's what integrity is. Mm -hmm. So these people are dead. They can't see or hear the things that you're saying about them, mm -hmm. and these are your friends. 
So just because you're a journalist or who you said your, your friends was. So just because you're a journalist or you're doing journalism doesn't mean that you got the right to smear their name after mm-hmm. they're not here to defend themselves. Right. That mm-hmm. shit ain't cool. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. Well, how do you feel about how Snoop Dogg responded? Do you feel like Funky dog head, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why everybody got mad about that shit. Snoop been saying bitch for 30 years. Bitch. What happened? Like, I don't know why everybody got so mad about this shit. Plus, I don't think that you can gauge the level of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Man, Snoop had a personal relationship with Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. So he probably took that shit a little bit harder than everybody else. Right. So he gonna speak his way from his heart in his lingo. Right. That was Snoop. Right. That we heard talking on that video. And if that was my brother, you know, I probably would have went ham. Ham on her. Like, I didn't take that no other kind of way. I didn't take it as a, a broad statement for all women. Mm-hmm. He disrespected the woman that disrespected his friend that's mm-hmm. dead, that's not here to defend himself. On top, the man died with his daughter. So that equates to me calling her a bitch some kind of way. Like, that, that's not the same thing. Mm. That's not the same thing. I think that it was an outlandish move for her to, you know do the things that she did. Could Snoop have made that video without saying bitch? Of course. And it still mm-hmm. would have had the same effect. But mm-hmm. again, that's Snoop. That's just him. That's right. Snoop. That's Snoop. Right. I think who Charlemagne the guy said, what he say? Black women are not your enemy. I'm like, Charlamagne, this is the second week in a row that you done got on my nerves. I think he got on my nerves with the Tyler, the creator. Uh, oh, yeah. He got on my nerves with that. Tyler, the creator, was saying he didn't want to be in the rap category because he didn't make a rap album. Yeah. And he was like, well, why is he talking down on the rap genre? I was like, he's not. Yeah. He's stating His a fact. His music is not rap. Rap. Right. Yeah. You know, and Snoop didn't say, I hate you, black, funky Bitches. dog. <laughs> funky you, dog. You like, he was speaking to a specific person. So, why are we saying that, you know... Don't try to pull black women in this and try to tug at our strings mm-hmm. like, oh my God, we should be, we should all be offended. No, no, no. That no. was a, that was a, a, a generalized, not a generalized statement, but that was a, a direct statement to a direct person. Right. Who put themselves in a position to be disrespected. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what everybody got to take Tommy Lauren account. does it often. I don't see him trying to run and say anything about having her back. There she you go. how bitch hoe. Uh, cunt everything under the sun. But man, you see, and if she deserves it, then there you go. It hurts me though, even on because I just recently got back on Twitter because Twitter be lit. My wife told me she like, Twitter be man. lit. When something going <laughs> on, trying to oh tell me get back God. on it. I, I my nigga, I when something going on, Twitter be jumping. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm seeing the 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 Mark Lamont Hills and mm. the Michael Eric Dyson and you know some of these guys that I looked at once upon a time as intellectuals and I still do, mm-hmm. but I just think that they've got confused mm-hmm. in the fight mm-hmm. some kind of way. Mark Lamont here, I think he's completely sold out. I think that he's just, you know, taking his money from the white folks and say, Hey, this is just how I'm gonna live. Fucking I ain't black enough for y'all, so I'm just gonna ride with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I just don't understand just don't say nothing. I don't it, it's so easy nothing. just to not say shit. It's so easy just to not say nothing. But to come at Snoop for you know using that type of tone like or or that type of phrase to describe Gail and what she did in that in that instance i thought that that was counterproductive as well you know what i'm saying if snoop is to be reprimanded for what he said to Gail then you need to let that man stand alone and let him be reprimanded for mm-hmm. what he said because he said it by himself mm-hmm. he don't need no help you know what i'm saying and black women don't need you to gas them up right. to make it seem like that this man who has who is married to a black woman Mm-hmm. has been for a long time and has a black family, uh, 
is to think that y'all are being disrespected as a whole because right. y'all would never put y'all self in that position right. to be disrespected like right. that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think now, if, if Ice T had said this, I would be like, wait a minute, Ice T. <laughs> yeah, you got a white girl. Yeah, you got a white girl. I can understand that. Hold on. Hold on. Your, your wife is a funky dog head bitch. Yeah, yeah I can understand that. Let's not. Let's not. Um, but yeah. It is what it is on that. I'm not. I say I wasn't. So we I wasn't offended. Oprah and Gail. You know, and here's the thing. No, no, I don't. I don't think that they can be canceled at this point. They just got to make better decisions. Like nobody is beyond coming back and making better decisions. I and think then they with are. Oprah, with Oprah, and I don't know about Gail, but with Oprah, you know what I'm saying. I think something here recently has been reignited in her and made her think about like her childhood and what she went through. You know, everybody knows she was, you know, what I'm saying abused as a child, mm-hmm. um, and a black man did it. So that could very well be what it is. But you know, I just feel like, you know, her energy needs to be redirected. I think she owe. You think she owe? I think she owe. Oh, what, wait a minute. I don't know. The like, language. oh, Oprah? No, nah, I think Oprah owes. I think the people who pay her, who have provided her with the resources mm. and, you know, the, the platform for her to build herself up, I think that, you know, once these celebrities get to a certain pinnacle and once they have enough influence and they might not be as popular as they used to be, mm. then they have to do bidding and they have to do certain things for those people who gave them their break a long time ago. And I think she owes. Mm. But at that point, why you can't just go sit in, you know what I'm saying? But, well, listen, I ain't got nothing to give you because I done, I done retired, so I can't be speaking out on these, like, what I'm going to do. You take she it don't back have to a like, show no more. Exactly, like, exactly. But you take it back to, like, the Michael Jackson days. You know, um, when he bought all of his masters and he owned the Beatles masters and mm-hmm. he owned 50% of Sony records. And it's like when black people get to a certain pinnacle and you don't need the people who put you in those positions... Because what we got to realize, the people that we look up to heightened, like mm-hmm. they got there, it's still somebody white that's over them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? We don't see those people. Mm-hmm. We just see the people that we identify with and that we know. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get to that pinnacle and that's how they get to this long lasting career over time. I'm not saying that they're not special and they aren't talented because we all are. But some of us signed things a long time ago and some of us have relationships with people that we aren't able to break away from. That's why you see her in the pictures with the Harvey Weinstein kissing on them, her and Gail hugging on them. I'm pretty sure it's a room full of people that do a lot of nasty shit. They got billions and billions of dollars Mm. that they are friends with, that they bid for, and that they ultimately work for. And shit, if they say, look, I need you to go on here and ask Lisa Leslie this question, that's what you got to do. Why else would she put it off on CBS after the shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just kind of threw the ball in somebody else's lap. I think she, oh, I don't think that she can move she how she wants to move. She, think, she I'm owed a puppet you. master. I'm telling you. I'm well, that's telling scary you. for my brother, Jay. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it is how you saying it is. Yeah, and I do believe that it is how I'm saying it is. But I think that Jay-Z um, has structured himself in a way to where he has built up enough revenue and enough business sense to where he can maybe partner you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, and, and, and do things because the the NFL deal is structured as a partnership. Mm. I don't think it's structured as them giving him a check. I think it's them sp- structured as a, a partnership, you know what mm. I'm saying, some kind of way. But, you know, when you come from, 
you know, being a talk show host like Oprah Winfrey or something like that and, you know, building your own network and doing all these other things, man, you know, you ultimately have a boss, had a boss mm -hmm. through your entire career. And she did. Yeah. She had a boss her entire career. Now, I don't know Jay-Z to have a boss. I don't. I don't know him to have a boss or somebody who's over him mm -hmm. that cuts him chicks. I've always known him to make mm -hmm. his own moves. So hopefully that situation uh, is different. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully. But that makes sense because Oprah, you know. Think about it, man. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it because, you know, they use us to fuck us over. Mm -hmm. Nobody so, who was doing talk shows at that time is as big or as sick. Where they go? Over, right? What made her special? Where is Ricky Lake? Okay. Jimmy Jones, <laughs> where you at? For real. Maury. No, well, Maury still sits somewhere. Maury's still around. What's but... his name? Um, The black one. The bald headed one. Uh, Montel Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Or Joan. No, what was Jordan. What was his name? Williams. Williams. Montel Montel no, Jordan is this. <laughs> how we do. <laughs> Yeah, Monte no. Williams. Yeah, none of them are as big. So that's something to think about. She got her own little channel, you know, her own network. Yeah. Own I watch magazine, a lot of shows on there. All of that. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> well, power is over. Uh, just going to uh, talk about this real quick. Hope y'all watched it yesterday because if not, oh, well. <laughs> It ended. Um, we found out who killed Ghost. Yeah. And it, you know what? I need to take my talents to Hollywood and write scripts because I called this way back in August. You did. Before we even knew then Ghost was, was going to get, get shot. Mm -hmm. I said Tariq was going to kill his daddy and Tasha was going to take the rap for him. Yep. That's what happened? That's, That's what exactly happened. what happened. Wait. So Tariq killed Ghost mm -hmm. and... And Tasha took the rap for it. She's in jail. Right now. Yeah. I'm talking about right now, like this shit. <laughs> yeah, like right now. Like, right right now. Up. Yeah, right now. Right now. Bitch, TV. <laughs> she had a meat meal braids on. Yeah, she in yeah, jail. Yeah, she take that wig off. The only off, thing I was off about was uh, Silver. I said Silver was going to come and save <laughs> mm -hmm. her, but, you know, they really killed Silver off. At first, we didn't know where Silver was, or, you know what I'm saying? We didn't see his dead body. I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Tasha going to take the rap. Silver going to come get her. They going to live happy. But ever. really, Tasha didn't take the rap. It was her Tasha nigga that was with her. They went to the stove so he could have an alibi because he knew some shit was gonna happen. Tasha's stupid, and this is why. And, and this is why Ghost called you a dumb chicken head in the show. I was <laughs> like, you well, you just showed your level of birdism right here with this move. Like, um, because I didn't get it. They blamed. They were gonna blame it on Dre, but Dre got killed in prison, mm -hmm. and so I was like, well, if somebody dies, do, how does that change your murder charge? I mean, of course you can't charging with murder because he did himself but i'm just like why couldn't they just have stuck with the with plan Dre. that's what i thought i was like they ain't gonna stick with Drake. yeah just stick with Drake. killed him and she was like no we needed somebody alive so then she tried to pin it on the dude that she was messing with and that's where she messed up yep mm. so she told him that he killed him and then he was like i got an alibi uh they went and you know watched the tape and they came and took her to jail and that's how power ended, y'all. I don't know. I saw this about three weeks ago at this point I, with mm -hmm. the leaked. Um, that they leaked the episode. Yeah, I saw. Did Fifty leak the episodes? They say I don't know he did. About it. We watched it. They three say weeks he ago. did because he was because he, he's mad. They say he was mad, and this is what they say Fifty is mad for because I guess um you get uh you get a separate check like if you number one on the network or whatever you right. number one in the prime time you get a separate check on top of whatever you get so but you have to beat these certain numbers well because stars releases it at 12 o'clock on the app he's not getting all his views counted 
because you mm. have to watch when it airs. So if you like me, you know, you were you watching at midnight or yeah. you know, you watch it when you wake up, you don't watch it at the time that um that it actually comes on. And that's how they count, you know, whatever this particular number is. Yeah. So for him to get this separate check, like a bonus check on top of this for being number one. So his numbers reflects that he is number one, but you know, he's never he's never getting that second check that he wants. So He's like, fuck y'all. Y'all ain't gonna get rich out of me. But it don't make no sense because he coming back with Power Book 2. But is it gonna be on stars? Yeah. So maybe they maybe he structured it a different kind of way. How, how, how so. the fuck is Power gonna keep going on without Ghost? Um, well, this they said Power Book 2. It says Power Book 2 and then it says Ghost. So I don't know if they're gonna go do a prequel to it, how he came to rise. Because it said Power Book 2, Power Book 3, Power Book 4, and Power Book 5. Like 50 said power never ends surprise mm. okay i saw a spinoff supposed to be like for tommy or something yeah Cause so it's because Ma- mary j blige is gonna be on the spinoff yeah I believe. so i don't know what? if they're going the book two i don't know if they're gonna go back and show how ghost came to rise and then book three maybe they're gonna go into tommy's story i know i saw book four canaan rules so he's gonna have his own story and it's gonna go like that. probably gonna be like a backtrack mm-hmm. of everybody's single story mm-hmm. oh, okay that'll be dope uh, my pick for this week, um, The Center is back on USA, y'all. Um, I like that. And um, I haven't watched it, but they have a documentary, um, Who Killed Malcolm X. We watching that right now. What episode we on? Three. No, four. Yeah, we watching How many that episodes right now. is it? I haven't got Six. around to it. Okay, okay. So are they showing that it's more the CIA? Because I saw one of the brothers of uh, uh, the Nation of Islam. He did a yeah. couple interviews. He did one with um, Joe Budden. He was on the phone, and then they had him in a studio on uh, The Breakfast Club. Yeah. I'm not sure of his name, but he is somebody from the Nation of Islam. And he was saying that, you know, contrary to the movie that came out that Denzel played in, mm-hmm. they was uh, pushing the narrative that, you know, the nation killed him. Mm-hmm. He said it wasn't. He said it was the FBI. Uh, it might it might have been, but it was people in the nation that did it. Y- yeah. Y'all go watch the uh the um his his breakfast club because he was saying the person that they pinned it on, uh it wasn't him. It well they caught him. one of the dudes. Go watch the interview. I think or maybe it's it. gonna keep coming out on, you know, maybe five or six or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he said it wasn't him. He said it was the, it was the FBI and that, uh, because they were saying that, um, what's his name? The one that was over Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. They were saying at first that, you know, he called it and he was like, no, I guess it was some type of riff going on between, yeah. uh, Ma- uh, Malcolm, Malcolm X yeah. and Elijah they Muhammad. They felt that he was getting a little bit too big and he was getting a little bit too, uh, too much exposure. No different than it was on the movie. The movie was painted pretty accurate mm-hmm. from what we've been watching on the documentary, mm-hmm. but they felt that he was getting a little bit too big and he was kind of growing. He was yeah. growing. He said some things and they was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why you say that? I think it kind of started fucking up the money. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think it kind of started fucking up the money, and I don't think Malcolm was really involved in the money like that or cared about the money like that. I think his true feelings was him trying to liberate black people. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm not, not not negating Elijah Muhammad and the people that follow him, but mm-hmm. I think that Malcolm was more induced in that. Like, I ain't really worried about the money. I want to make sure that people get the message. And mm-hmm. I think him being so um, boisterous and being so forceful in his words and how he speaks – I think it kind of overshadowed the business of the Nation mm. of Islam because them niggas was making paper. Was they? What? 
Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm so y'all watch it and then go and uh, like I said, watch it because I want both sides to be told. Because when he was saying, you know, one thing about them Nation of Islam brothers, baby, they are well versed, honey. Right. They could talk you right up out of whatever. They can sell you <laughs> anything. Like, oh, so I'm going to buy a well and just put it in my backyard. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to just go ahead and Bean get that. <laughs> my brother. I like beans, but okay. Right. See why you need this, sister. Um, But, but uh, he was also in Malcolm X that is the Godfather of Harlem. Did y'all watch that? Man, I think I might have saw a couple of episodes with Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The man, I'm I'm so mad I don't know this man's name, but he was Oh, I there. know you talking about. Yeah, I can't yeah. think his name, though. That's why he came out, because he was saying the representation yeah. of them on there was inaccurate. And he was like, and um, the story, the, the story of his assassination was inaccurate altogether. Mm. So he was a little upset about that. But, you know, I love um, Malcolm X, so I'm definitely going to recommend y'all go watch the documentary. I'll probably start it tonight. Yeah, start it. Yeah, you'll like it. It's cool. Cool, cool. So we're going to go into music. Um, I know we just drugged the fuck out of Nicki Minaj <laughs> earlier, but she dropped the single Yikes. Did y'all, you said you listened to it. Or I did listened to The Bitch Jam. I you liked to, it? Yeah. I like it. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I don't know about the Rosa Parks. I what did you think about that? For I first of all, I didn't. You know, I didn't get it. All you bitches is Rosa Parks. Get your ass up. What's she trying to say? Y'all in her seat or what? Right. Yeah. That, oh. I guess it's, yeah. I guess, that's that's exactly know. what she. Yeah. Meant. I didn't get it. I, I got it, but I didn't. It didn't make me mad. Like you know, I seen some people like that's disrespectful. Right. And I'm like kind of like the Emmett Till thing with Lil Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't make me mad. You know, I, I looked at it as entertainment, but I do think that you know we take our heroes or people who have made sacrifices yeah. for I us a little like bit too lightly. I feel like some people need to be off limits. Like yeah. sometimes, yeah. just come on, don't you know? Because if that was my grandma, I'd be looking for Nikki in these streets, yeah. like bitch. Like, and don't, don't, don't name, please. Right? And she can see you where rap I'm, niggas better not say nothing about Kobe <laughs> in reference to one of y'all rhymes. <laughs> Period. It's over. But um, I think, you know what I'm saying? I don't think she was on her best shit that I've ever heard, nigga. You know how they say that? On her best shit. I was like, I didn't think it was her best shit ever. Like I said, she's trying to push this goon. Goonette. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and my dude, you know, we couldn't. What do you say? Watch your talking because all that slicks how to get your throat cut or something. I'm like, come yeah. on, nigga. Where this coming I from? Mean, I was like, bitch, she where was that you. energy when Cardi was, was <laughs> at your neck and right. throat? And when we when you talk about the um she was doing it for that particular song or the you know the little the the scene she made was for the song because at the end she was like uh bag talk but you got nothing to say when money bag talk did y'all see what money bag said so it let me know she immediately went into the studio and added that on see I knew I less than twenty four hours later I saw that the, when money bag made the look yeah. See, but see, he was talking about, okay, so on the Shade Room, it was a, not the Shade Room, it might have been Say Cheese, but it was a clip, it was a picture of Young Young Dolph. Dolph. Uh So, you know, okay, so I'm not tripping. Young Dolph had got a plaque or something for the uh, Mm -hmm. Play With Your Bitch, which is the diss song for Yo Gotti, and Meek Mill liked it. And then, oh, is that what it was about? That's what I'm thinking, because, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So he said, Young Dolph said... <laughs> <laughs> Young Dolph said, uh, "Have you ever got, have you ever fucked a nigga bitch and got paid for it or something like that?" Yikes. And Meek Mill liked it. And then I seen the post that Moneybag Yo was like, which you, you know we all know Moneybag Yo is with CMG with uh-huh. Yo Gotti. He said, "I don't see how people, if you like something about, if you like some sucker shit about a nigga, 
You know what I'm saying? Don't what's up a ministry. Yeah, I don't see, yeah he was like, I don't see how y'all can pretend to be friends or some shit like mm. that. So I was like, man, he got to be talking about, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which I'm not going to front. I feel like that too. I don't like things about people that I fuck with or that, you know, look, make statements. Right. Because I feel like if you like it or you repost it, it's kind of like you, you agreeing you with it. it. Yeah, right. I'm not finna, you know what I'm saying? Somebody talking about Sheeta. I'm not finna go double tap it. Like, no, nah, like that's way. Right. Yeah, that's way. You don't do that. Yeah, so I, you know they i it was never cleared up to me what what he was talking about um the money bag or whatever i was like oh but then they was like somebody was saying that he was talking about Dolph, and i was like well how he talking about Dolph? unless i thought Dolph liked something about money bagging you know he just now seen him in the street not too long ago and was like on some what's up shit to me like nah, don't i don't think that i think it oh. was, i think it was meek meal name up under the post um, about yo Gotti that Dolph made but come on mm. now, 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 Meek, we gotta talk because y'all both over there at Rock Nation. Y'all both, you know what I'm saying? You, man, like, you gotta be well versed in social media. Like, yeah. you gotta know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that doing. nigga know what he doing. Like, why would you, you know what I'm saying? Why would you, like, right under, you know what I'm saying, Big Homie and SJ, you know what I'm saying? The two biggest names he got, you know what I'm saying? Meek will be one, you know, and then Yo, Yo Gotti will be the other, will be the other you mm. know, and Gotti got. Uh, money bag and um, black youngster. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- why would he do that? Yeah, you causing confusion in the house. Like, yeah. Let me find out. Meek is messy. <laughs> messy Meek. Uh, but that's why I said I think that you know she did go back and add that part on that song. Like she's like, cause you ain't got nothing to say when money bag talk. I was like, sis, this just happened. Like not 24 right. hours. Like you really <laughs> went and added this song. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, the song was all right to me. Who else dropped? Uh, Tory Lanez dro- dropped "Broke" in a minute. It was all right. I yeah. liked it because it's outside of his auto tune stuff that he usually does, and like the nigga could really rap. Like he does his auto tune shit, but the nigga could really rap. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I'm I'm Tory Lanez fan to the heart, so y'all ain't gonna fuck with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> you see, I ain't. Gonna, I was like, it was all right. That's like, that's all my right. man. I ain't gonna double tap it, but you know. What oh, and G E Z and Tory Lanez and Tyga dropped the song. Be Which would explain, come, yeah, if y'all just wait a minute, people, why he was on there sucking Meg's face. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta build some traction up. Like mm-hmm. I got something coming out. Let boom, me, there you boom. go. A song called "Still Be Friends." Talk about fucking and still be friends. That's what the song about. That's what it was. Um, Meek Mill dropped "Believe." I didn't hear that one. I didn't either. It was uplifting. what what it was uplifting you know it's very you know what would meek do like you know it's very that that range for him you know we know what meek gonna do he gonna be messy uh, right well you know in his music i think some of his his best music is you know the champion music as i call it like Uh the stuff you can put on and you like yes you motivating yourself in the gym so okay okay i guess um, then we had Tum Tum, Dallas' very own. He dropped the 350 tape. Come on, 350, Finally. Hey. Yeah, see, he had some nice joints on there that went hard. My favorite is the one with Lil Tony. Um, and that one is Get It How You Live. Yeah. Shout out to Lil Tony, man. Come on, shout out to Tony 214. Yeah, another one that don't probably get the credit that they deserve. Yeah. Tony's dope. And then what else we got? D Smoke. D Smoke, yeah. If y'all don't know him, he was the winner of Rhythm and Flow, the show with Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. Um, I think he's really dope. If y'all get a chance to watch the, you know, the show, watch it. 
Um, he's out of Inglewood, California. He's a little different. Um, he sounds just like Kendrick Lamar to me, but he can actually he speaks fluent Spanish. So most some of his rapping is in Spanish. On there. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, he dropped it. Uh, he dropped his um album called Black Habits. It ain't gonna be fair, but I'm gonna let y'all know that if that's you know what I'm saying, if you Why like Kendrick, you say Lamar, that? <laughs> because everybody don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Semi conscious rap. You know. Oh, they, you yeah. know. Okay. That's got to be what you want to listen to. But I think it's dope. Um, and I think it's worth a listen. Okay. We're going to go into our guest, Randy. Um, we just going to catch up with him from the last time. What was about a year? No, year? it ain't been a year yet. Six, six, seven, eight months, maybe. Yeah. A lot can happen in that time. Yeah. yeah. So just, you know, catch up with you, what you had going on, and talk about your book that's releasing. You did not tell us you had a book on the way when you were Yeah. Here. Was that not something yeah, that was when conceptualized did that at the um, time? It, it hadn't come to fruition. It's been an idea mm-hmm. probably by maybe a year or two. Okay. Yeah, it's been an idea. Anytime, you know, um, we trying to do business, we want to involve everybody in the family in some sort of way. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we real big on books at the crib. So we thought that that was a good idea. Plus, it's something that they can, uh, we can include the kids in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, other than that, uh, it's just been same old, same old, man. Trying to trying to push the building, trying to push the build a big brand, uh, the brand new black brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, just do business amongst uh, us and fuck with us. That's it. I seen your boys uh, redid the house. What was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Prime land, they prime did land. They good on yeah, that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sold it too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, that bitch gone. 256000 Come yeah, on. that bitch gone. Yeah. yeah. I said, that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was about a 90 to mm, maybe 110-day uh, flip. All together, you know, mm-hmm. for us wow. to go in there, tear everything down, uh, bring the contractors in, uh, do the molding, do the floors, do the furniture, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We had it staged, um, and uh, it's all pretty quickly, man. Sometimes it could take six months to a year for a house to get up out of there. What but was man, the location, generally? Like, what was it? Was uh, it- zoo area? Oh, okay, zoo area over there. Um, if anybody know anything about gentrification, that area is heavy mm-hmm. up under it. Anything. 10 or 15 miles downtown, close to downtown, 5 or 10 miles close to the downtown. white folks want it. They want all of that shit. Mm-hmm. They want all of that shit. So, you know, if you got a granny or an uncle or an old auntie or something to stay over there, I guarantee you if you go ask them or talk to them on the phone, they probably done got a letter in the mail or somebody done popped up at the house for them trying to buy their house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what we did, we went in there, uh, we scooped the crib, uh, we did all the renovations, uh, rewiring. It was a burn unit, actually. If anybody okay. go on the Instagram page, you'll see it. It was fucked up. But yeah. we go in there, you know, you scoop, you, we scooped it, um, hired the contractors, uh, got it already, got it staged and everything like that, and we put it on the market and in a matter of, I, I'm going to say, 60 days, it was gone. It wow. was a wrap for yeah. that. So we on to the next one now. That's what's up. Yeah, we on to the next part. Congrats to y'all. Got to yeah. do a reunion show because we never had sat down with Danny. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He a little shy, you know what I'm saying? My boy a little shy. <laughs> yeah, my boy a little. Yeah, my boy a little shy, but he Danny a good dude. The working. Yeah. Shout out to talk. my dog. Shout out to my so dog. Danny. Back to the book. So when you decided that you were gonna, you know, go, you know, go into that direction, like what made you say, okay, let's do? I'm gonna do a children's book versus were you ever thinking about any other types of books or are you gonna try to put a book out? A yeah. different type of book in the future or of course uh i'm gonna do a memoir of my life and my story you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. one day i think if you do that too early 
you kind of uh, jinx yourself mm -hmm. from reaching new levels and right. heights that you might get. So I don't know when that's going to come out. You know what I'm saying? But as far as starting with the children's book, I think anytime you have a movement or anytime you are trying to nation build, mm -hmm. uh, you got to start with the generation that's coming up behind you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the ones that are paying attention to you. So I mm -hmm. think that that's why the children's book was the best way to go. Because we could plant the seeds in them early and we don't have to try to redirect them when they get teenagers or redirect mm -hmm. them when they get in their early or mid-20s because it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we impute these things young and make mm -hmm. it fun for them and informational mm -hmm. and, you know, make sure the images are bright where they can identify with them. Then, you know, they'll grow up in that way. You so know? tell us what the book is about. What's it called? The book is called Landon's Lemonade Stand. Oh, let's see it. Yeah, we got, we got the book. And Landon is your son, correct? Landon is my five-year-old son. Very uh, free-spirited. So he was the inspiration. Yes, very. I was really on some, I was on my Erica Badu, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Meditation. Uh, Landon is very free-spirited. Um, very bright, very energetic. Uh, very, you know, just a, a good person at heart. So, so is this y'all? That's me and wifey. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody's in the book. That's me and wifey. Okay, so what what is it about? All right. So the the generalized concept of the book is inspiration. Mm -hmm. And it's uh entrepreneurship and ownership. Mm -hmm. That's the whole premise of the book. Um it's not really an age limit. I have to categorize it from maybe three to like 10 or 11 mm -hmm. uh, for the sake of, you know, doing business. When you're dealing with Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or any of these major companies, they have to put it in a category because that's how they sell it. You right. know what I'm saying? But a 30 year old person or a 40 year old person can read this book and learn something from it. You know what I'm saying? It's really to spark an idea of another direction or another way that we can go to uh, earn money for ourselves. I think a lot of us have been, um, condition and kind of had it imputed into us from young that you go to school you get good grades you go to college and you get a diploma so you can graduate and get a good job mm -hmm. well that's still working for somebody yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and if we all being honest i'm attached to a lot of people even my wife who have gone that route got diplomas and got degrees after degrees and they don't even work in the field that they got the degree in absolutely you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so and then you leave with 50 to a hundred thousand dollars in debt and you in your mid-30s trying to figure that shit out because you thought you did it the right way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is an alternative. Not saying college is bad. I think college is dope, and I think the experience is what everybody should take from it. But to breed young entrepreneurs would make everything better for us as a society, as a whole, as a community, as a people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That would breed business owners, restaurant owners. That would breed barbershop owners. Mm -hmm. That would breed tech people that would breed yeah. any any kind of people in music radio you know we have a tendency to look up and our heroes all of them have bosses mm -hmm. if i go to a room for the little boys right now and i ask them who their favorite basketball player is they're gonna say lebron james mm -hmm. well somebody pays lebron james mm -hmm. lebron james is a great man he's done some great things and hopefully one day he'll be the owner of a team or organization but right now he's still an employee of the los angeles lakers i don't want my son to be an employee even if it is of the los angeles lakers i want him to own the los angeles lakers mm -hmm. and i think that books like this and um speech like that and images like that can you know plant those seeds in the minds of kids and it, it gives them a new height it gives mm -hmm. them a new star to reach for it gives them a new goal to shoot at a new basket to shoot at you know uh, i don't want to be uh the number one football player 
on the field. I want to be the person that's paying the number one football right. player on the field. I want to own. I don't want to work for the oil fine or the, right. you know. I want to own an oil company. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the whole premise. That's the whole concept of the book, along with all the images that's in the book. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's just you know a, a step by step, almost if you would say a how to or a bible for a young black boy or girl. To start their own business. To start a business. So yeah. it's really pushing entrepreneurship. This yeah, is dope. So about. did you go through a public, you know, a publisher for people who are thinking about, you know, doing something like yeah. this? Or did you go through a publisher? So the, let me tell you this. The book is very blessed. And the reason why we so passionate about it is because we really did some 19, early 1900s Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, Black Wall Street type shit when it came to the book. I was very particular. I was very, and I'm like that anyway. I'm kind of OCD when it comes to shit. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, the publishing company that we went through is owned by a black person, yeah, uh, which on. is a friend of mine. Shout out to Louis at Melanin Origins. Okay. Um, the publishing company is black. Uh, the illustrator who did all the in illustrations in the book, okay. uh, a guy named Mark Stewart, who was also a black man, a dope artist. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even the event that we have, and I know we're going to talk about it in a second, but the event that we have and the event hall that we're doing the event in is owned by a black guy. Uh, everybody that's doing decorations from food to the DJ to everything else are black people, friends of mine. So I, I really, when I had this idea, I knew it had to be uh, black owned. I knew it had to be the black dollar had to exchange between black yep. people in order Keep for everybody to, yeah. to care about it. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? So if I, if I publish this through a black company, they're going to take a different amount of time to make sure that every detail is right versus me just going through a regular random company right. that's owned by somebody right. else who it's might not identify with me. Belt, there you go. Who like might to, not to, to identify do. with me, who might not identify with my culture or my struggle. If I go with a black illustrator, he's going to take every single second, millisecond or whatever to make sure that the images come through as black and beautiful as they possibly can because he understands. He's a black artist. He's a black illustrator. He wants black people to look the best way they can in the best light that they can whenever he's doing his, you know, artistry or his pictures or whatever. So, you know, that that was the the whole concept of, you know, going with the melanin origins uh publishing company. And anybody that's trying to do a book, if you're a mm -hmm. black person and you're trying to do a book, whether it's a novel or whether it's a, you know, a children's book or it might just be an ABC one, two, three book, mm -hmm. man, hit us up. Let us know because we mm -hmm. got the plug and we can do it ourselves. We ain't got to go through nobody. Yeah, absolutely. So how does Landon himself feel about the book? Like he got a whole like that's like me. that's yeah. me. That's me. My, yeah. my parents thought enough about me to put me on the shelf. Like how, is, how right. has he been? Acting and reacting. Uh, is he the man in school now? Like, y'all can't tell me nothing. Not yet. Now, see, well, it's coming, though. It's coming, though. <laughs> it's coming, good. though. Yeah, it's coming, though, because we have to sit down. We're going to sit down with his teacher, uh, hopefully this week or next week, and um, we're going to take the book to his school mm -hmm. and, you know, let the kids at the school see the book and read the book. But Landon is taken to the book very, very well. Uh, he's excited about it. It's something that he talks about constantly. And uh, just to give you an example of how these things can work in the greater good of a child, you know, uh, months before the book came out, you know, he was having a struggle in school, maybe an, an identity crisis, if you will, because he has a younger brother now. So he's mm -hmm. kind of like the middle, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So he's trying to find something of his own, mm -hmm. which, you know, kids don't know how to express themselves verbally. So they act out. Mm -hmm. So he would act out in school, not really being engaged, yellow day after yellow day, red day after red day. 
The teacher saying he did this. The teacher saying he did that. Sound and like Trey. There you go. <laughs> so we was trying to figure out what the fuck can we do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we talking to him. We working with him. We zoning in on him. I done threatened him. All of that. We <laughs> whooping. I'm going to beat your ass, Trey. We whooping. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Bring a, bring another yellow it home. It ain't, it ain't like we ain't whooping, but you know, um, you know, we just kind of zeroed in on him as a person, and we had to set aside some things that were strictly for him, you know, so he could feel important. All right. these kids need to feel important in their own way, some kind of way, mm-hmm. not to the point to where they so spoiled, to where they think everything is about them, but for them to say, "Hey, this is mine, and I can make friends with this." I can bring this to other kids and they going to think it's cool just like I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So man, when we started taking him before the even book, before the book even got her, when we started taking him through the step-by-step process, mm-hmm. when I would get pictures from the illustrator or when we and his mom would sit down at the table at the end of the night and type out the book or, you know, lay out the infrastructure, how, like we would have landing right there. You know, we would anytime the illustrator, even if he sent back the black and white sketches, we would show Landon. Landon, mm-hmm. look at this. Right. And it's wow, that's me, that's me. So, you know He was included in everything. He was included. Mm-hmm. It was something of his own. It was mm-hmm. his. Man, when I say that turned the school thing turned around just like that, it was really? blue day, blue day, blue day, green day, green day, green day, blue day, blue day, blue day. Because I feel like he had something to identify with mm-hmm. that was his. We have a big poster of the cover. That we got made at a Office Depot, and he wanted it in his room. He hang, he hung it up in his room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He get to look at it every day, mm-hmm. and he know that he has a standard of living and behavior that he has to live up to mm-hmm. because he's a public figure now. And I told him that, like, bro, people see you, kids Aww. see you, adults see you. So you gotta be right. Now. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be right. You gotta go to school. You gotta get blue days. You gotta listen to your teacher. You gotta come home because we gotta be able to move around and tell everybody about your book. And man, he he he's excited about it. He think the book release is his birthday party. <laughs> he do, he do. This nigga birthday into June, but he think the release is like he think it's his party. I mean, it's equivalent. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, yeah bro, it's, it's celebration. It's, 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 I mean, you it's know, your shit, fam. It's you're your dropping. shit. Yeah, do your yeah. You drop today, so do your shit. Yeah, he think the book release is his birthday today. party. Yeah. He so how do you feel about the support that you've been getting thus far? Like Man. it hasn't even come out yet, and I am overwhelmed sometimes looking at your story. I'm like, I'm so pretty. Look at this shit. Yeah. Oh look at and then when you, Yannis, and Danny was toasting, I said, yeah. look, at, look at my black brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of y'all. <laughs> uh, the support has been uh beautiful. It's been overwhelming. Like I'm really proud of the city. Mm-hmm. In a whole, like everybody, mm-hmm. like from the dope man, I got dope boys buying books by the team for Come little on, niggas dope on boys. Block. Okay, for real, I got street <laughs> niggas. <laughs> there you go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I got street niggas buying books by the tens and fifteens for the little kids on their blocks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, along with people in you know high up, higher up corporate America and the educational system and stuff like that have really honed in and tapped in and thought that it was something that was very good and that the school system uh initially needed you know mm-hmm. some representation from us so the love from the city from the higher ups all the way to the niggas that's bagging up right now mm-hmm. they've been showing real love and we really appreciate it like it's been dope for real for real okay okay so um when it's it's releasing on the 22nd yeah and what are you gonna do to really like? Where is it gonna? Where are you gonna have? I see you at Barnes and Nobles. I'm like, Lord Jesus, is we gonna? <laughs> we gonna hit? Is the whole hood gonna be at Barnes and Nobles? <laughs> nah, hey, nah. we can bring it out. We can nah, <laughs> that'll be the last time. <laughs> that'll be the last time. Uh, we doing the book launch uh event 
It's a we keep I keep changing how how I phrase it mm-hmm. because I hate putting shit in one box because I think we can get in this space and do whatever the fuck we want to mm-hmm. do. So it's a book launch event signing party. Right. Uh, <laughs> party slash after party. All of that. All of that. <laughs> so it's gonna be in DeSoto at Forever Swing. If anybody knows where that is, it's right next to um Brick House. Brick House in DeSoto, right next to Ohaders. Okay. Right so there on Hampton. And that shopping center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right there. I can't think of the actual. Did address. you get a good size? Cause we Lord. got the big room. Okay. Yeah, so we have ample amount of size. A ample amount of room, like everybody will be comfortable. But uh it's gonna be dope. The book launches February second, twenty second, it starts at two PM. So do we have to like cause I wanna have the, the proper protocol. Do we have to have the book with us to get it signed or is it gonna be books available there the for us? Yeah, it's no way that anybody gonna be able to bring a book because it, nobody has a book right now. Cause they don't go on sale till the twenty second, the day of the release. Like people who order through the cash app, they ain't even got their book right now. Okay. Everybody gets their book on the twenty second and after. Even on Amazon, we made sure Amazon knew. Let people pre-order this book up until the release date, and then you mail them out midnight on the 22nd. Okay, okay. but I was thinking, you know, sometimes you're going to wake up, ding dong, and your book is there, and I can bring my book. So <laughs> I just need to signed. know what proper protocol right. no. I need to have. Cause I all you got to do, all everybody do who coming to the book launch, <clears throat> bring your child. Okay. That's okay. it. We're going to have hard copy books, soft copy books, all of that right there on the spot. I want us to laugh, joke. I'm going to read the book to all the kids. We're going to mm-hmm. fellowship. We're going to network. It's going to be other entrepreneurs in there, other people who do podcasts. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be off in there. And um, we just, you know, we just going to fellowship and have a good time. And before it's all over, I'm going to sit at the table and I'm going to sign each and every book from everybody that bought one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take pictures with everybody. We got everything set up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be a good time, man. Absolutely, I can't. I can't wait because you know we coming. I'm bringing Zoe, and he's bad. So Bring my guy, <laughs> she let y'all know now he bad. He bad. You Bring know my guy. It's gonna be a bunch of bad kids in there. The- this for bad kids. This Ooh, book for bad yeah. kids. I wish I had Trey with me today so he could meet you. Cause like yeah. last week when we had Joe and I told him I was like, I said Joe's coming to the show because he be engaged. You know he like yeah, a big yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. I said Joe coming. You know he a coach. He a coach. He thought he coached <laughs> the NBA. I was like, no, he coaches kids your age. Yeah, football, basketball, and track and stuff. So he was like really excited about that but i really wanted him to meet you but he didn't want to come today he was on like fortnite so. yeah that, that's dead i'm dead everybody did yeah. yeah that don't matter yeah, yeah nobody matters yeah, when fortnite is try. on but yeah so february 22nd man it's gonna like i said my homegirl d that i'm with the carter with mm-hmm. she did all the the decorations and everything uh, DJ Dipperachi, y'all know Dip. Come on, yeah, DJ Dip. Dip is gonna be in the building DJing. Okay, is uh, it gonna be an after party? The whip and the you know it. Gonna play the whip and the name. So check it. So check it. So check it. You know, you, you know when you, you know, you might throw a little party for the kids at the crib. <laughs> and you know, after a certain while, they go in the other room. And yeah, then, like you know, that. it's okay. nice the parents' party. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be that. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna okay. be that. It's gonna All turn right. into a day party. Okay. So it's gonna be that. I'm but um, Dip is gonna be there. Uh, edible dope. Uh, my family, Larry. Uh, he is doing the catering. He's do, providing all the food and stuff like that for mm-hmm. these men. So well, I wait really, a minute, it ain't gonna be edibles. I heard edibles. I heard no, edible, right? I was like, wait a minute. Oh, okay. No. Don't I'm give like, the kids the gummies. Nah. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm like, woo, because nah. last edible I had sent me to the moon. I ain't come back. Nah, it ain't gonna days. be none of that. So I really, uh, I really took the time to hire my actual friends mm-hmm. and people that I that I fuck with. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's black. That's trying to do something. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, it's it's blessed. The whole energy of it is blessed. The book is blessed. The the venue is blessed. The people that's coming gonna be blessed. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's Black Wall Street. It's it is. everything that everybody be talking about. We doing that shit. 
So I want everybody to come out and have a good time. Well, my brother, I am so proud of you. Yeah. Me by myself. I yeah, wrote I'm proud. I wrote, for me. I wrote this. I wrote this <laughs> by myself. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Yeah, Landon's real, lemonade stand is gonna be. How long did it take you to uh like to get it out, like start to finish? To like, start to finish. Yeah. When you had it, we ain't talking about when it was an idea, but you know when you wrote the book and then you sent it off. Like, was it a long process or? Man, let me tell y'all something. It took no. me. It took me what three days? Three days to write. Hold on, three days to write the entire book. Mm-hmm. Three days. I sat at the kitchen table, and this was like. Not in the daytime. This is when everybody was asleep, two, three o'clock in the morning. Because it's when it's in my head, I gotta get it get out. Get it out, mm-hmm. yeah. So it took me three days to write the book, um, and I got I didn't get upset, but it's a, a very patient and trying, tedious process because it took us all of seven months, yes, seven months. almost eight months, mm. to get what you holding in your hand. Now, what took me three days to write took me almost a year to get back. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to go through all the provisions. You got to get all the licensing. Like you got to mm. get like it's a process. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a process. So it, it took you it took us about six or seven months. And once we sent it in to the uh, publishing company, wifey sat down, and um, you know, I had the easy part if you let me tell it. I just had to write it on paper. And once mm-hmm. I wrote it on paper, she put it in form. You know, cause I I I do this. <laughs> It'll take me. I oh, she typed pick. it up for you. Yeah. Okay. So you know, and then we had to do a storyboard form to where you had to describe every single thing that's going on, so the illustrator can see it. Oh, and, yeah. okay. So gotcha. those things take months, okay. months and months and months. And I, doing this process, I understood why it might take two or three years or a year for a show to come back. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's really a lot of detail to go into this shit, man. So it ain't no quick flip. It's something that you got to be passionate about and dedicated to. Yeah, so it took us about seven, eight months to get it all together. That's still not bad. Nah. That's still not bad. Nah. Yeah, because, like, this part, when Landon came back from the store, his dad was waiting on him. See, you had to you paint that out for the, paint for, the, for the for the I got to animate it. I got, yeah. And the best books when I was a kid are the books that you can kind of read and close your eyes and visualize exactly what's going on. So the mm-hmm. book is very elaborate. Like, mm-hmm. you can, you know, even if it wasn't no pictures, you can kind of close your eyes and see what the fuck is happening. Right. And that was important to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they learn that in school when it comes to reading. Like, they tell the kids to look at the pictures first before yeah. they actually read it. Yeah. Because it kind of gives them an idea of what there you going to say. Yeah. There you go. And it enhances everything in the messaging and everything that's in the book, you know, mm-hmm. along with the... The imagery, the bright colors, and all that kind of stuff is is very elaborate. You know what I'm saying? Going detail by detail because this is something that we want to inspire kids to try. Like, mm-hmm. man, you can open up a lemonade stand, bro. It don't cost no money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and saying? And from there, they can say, well, I can do this. I can open up my own this. That's yeah. it. My own that. It don't take but one idea. Right, Once you right. do one thing, that's mm-hmm. why, you know, I tell my sons, and, you know, I, I, I told my wife this one time, um, Making up your bed is very important in the morning because it's the first task that you complete for the day. Yep. If you can get up every day and make your bed, you can complete other shit throughout. I feel the day. attacked. I make my bed every <laughs> I don't, morning. It's the, it's the, it's the, I feel you attacked. Do it. It's it's the first completed <laughs> thing. I, I feel like my day is gonna be off if I don't make up my bed. It's the first task. It's the first thing that you've done. You oh, completed. Zo, like, I, feel I, see, I feel attacked. I feel attacked. Listen, Zoe be running back through the thing. You know, he loves my bed. It's up high. He likes to sit up there and act like he the king or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to make up my bed and get mad because then I'm going to come back and the pillow's on the floor. 
<laughs> cover everywhere like no i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it but i get it i'm gonna give me something else to i'd make his oatmeal that's my first task <laughs> <laughs> she completed that task. she completed the oatmeal diligently baby i'm like you want your oatmeal well thank you for coming shout out your social media for us um uh instagram is uh brand new black underscore uh brand new black one word underscore on instagram uh, it's just regular old Randy Williams on Facebook. But don't add him because he don't be talking about nothing. Yeah, he don't yeah his uncles his and stuff be on there. <laughs> Let me tell you what I'm doing. Y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all remember my great uncle. Y'all know. I post about what I got going on, then I'm gone. Get right. off. Yeah. Don't, don't think I'm going to talk to you because right. it ain't going to happen. <laughs> I think I reposted it. I think but I reposted on Twitter. you going once. Yeah. What's the Twitter? Oh, yeah. uh, Rose Ran on Rose Twitter. R O Z A Y R A N. Rose Ran on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter, too. We be chopping it up on Twitter. But uh, the main page is uh, Facebook And uh, everybody The brand new black website Will launch on the 22nd Along with the book So okay. uh, we just let Amazon Get their little piece right now mm-hmm. But uh, once the 22nd hit You can order the book Directly from directly us from Oh wow Yeah directly from us So yeah. we, you know We cutting the middle man out We trying to boss all the way up <laughs> You gonna take it off You gonna take it off Amazon No, nah, it's still gonna be on Amazon But that's okay. for people who You know Might just be on Amazon because and see the book And be like Let me just order this What yeah. happens is When they put it When you earn uh, a number one or in the top 10 it positions the book in different places so people mm-hmm. who log on amazon that might type in children's book or children's money book or children's book about entrepreneurship that'll be one of the first books that mm-hmm. pops up mm-hmm. so that's for that you okay. know what i'm saying yeah. uh but for people who know us and people who fuck with us and people who are in the surrounding areas in the tri-state area whatever man order that shit straight from the brand new black website and you know what I'm saying, get us that way, you know, and we'll ship it to you straight ourselves. And to the people who ordered on the cash app, we ordering y'all books. We sending out y'all books this week. Everybody get there as a little early, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, maybe I should do cash app. So what should I do? Should I wait till the twenty second no, when I come the, to the you event? You got to wait till the twenty second to come to the event so and Trey get can get there. the full okay. experience. We're gonna read the book to Trey. I'm a top so of y'all gonna parents. have books on hand. I don't want to be shot. Okay, we y'all better not books run out. On top of books stacked up. To Done. Where you can... Put two back I'm for me my and she. Bring her kids. Yeah, bring yeah. anybody you know that you know that's got small children, or they ain't got to be small children. But if they got kids that they can benefit from this, man, bring them. It's a mm-hmm. free event. All we ask is that you cop a book. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're gonna feed y'all. It's gonna be games for the kids to play. We got uh, we developed a crossword puzzle that's got. Uh, phrases from the book inside it, entrepreneurship, business owner, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Not to Second give too point. much away, but it's just going to be stuff to do because it ain't a whole lot to do with a book signing. That's why mm-hmm. we're making this shit a party too. Right. right. Because we want to make it fun. You know what I'm saying? So we want everybody to come out. Whoever you can bring, bring a busload of kids. <laughs> bring them all. We're going to have them in there. Landon's Lemonade Stand, y'all go order that um, now. Or if you wait till after that, I, mean, I would prefer it go straight to y'all. Right. Money That's in like, your pocket, but I still yeah. want you to, you know what I'm saying? Still want you to be up there on Amazon too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To catch 22, but we root for everybody black. Everybody. Yeah. We're supporting everything. When you got anything coming, we, you know, we're gonna, we have to wait six more months and be like, damn, I didn't know this nigga was finna <laughs> right? open up a goddamn <laughs> grocery right. store. Open up a whole I'm going to give y'all the exclusive then. I'm going to give y'all the exclusive. So there is a 2.0 of Landon's Lemonade Stand. Okay. And the 2.0 is going to include uh, flashcards. And other things with, you know, again, keywords in the book to teach kids words that they might not know that's mm. attached to business. Mm-hmm. So okay. we're working on that right now. Alongside of that, we're working with uh, um, DISD, the school district, and we're developing a curriculum to build around Landis. That's what I wanted stand. to ask about because I saw on 
I was watching something and they were saying how hard it is to get books into the school. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to go through a certain, like you can't even go to the library. You have to go through certain hoops or whatever. So that's why it's not a lot of black books. Yeah. In school, yeah. So, so we trying to we we in talks right now. Uh, we got approved in DISD for us to uh take the school, and we also got approved in Wasahatchee yeah. ISD okay. uh to present the school to present the book to the kids in the school. But we trying to create our own curriculum mm-hmm. that the schools can attest themselves to. You remember when we was in school and you have to watch a movie and kind of answer a questionnaire mm-hmm. after, like a pop quiz. So we develop we developing something like that where it's going to deal with context clues, critical thinking, and financial literacy when it comes to Landis Lemonade Stand. Okay. So this will be a new way to introduce business into elementary schools. You know what I'm saying? So, That's what's up. Yeah, it'll improve testing, it'll improve reading skills, and it'll improve just, you know, the thought process of a, a 5 to a 10-year-old. So that's what we're working on now. So that's next. All right. So about six, seven months, we're going to get an update on the flashcards. He'll be back, in other words, y'all. He'll be back. We're going to talk about the grocery store he opening up. uh, You hear me? Yeah. I I want a beauty supply. You got to manifest. Yeah, I want a beauty supply for real. Yeah. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, Follow our social media, Three Piece Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Three Piece Special on Facebook. And until next week, we will holla, child. Bye, y'all. Peace.